been in the danger zone. Regular season sportscast. Well, thank you to culminate this whole damn week. I must say that there's nothing better than to sit around and have a couple of drinks with family and friends after the ridiculousness that's occurred this past week last week i had to sit down an episode of trss due to moving and such i was like i i really wanted to to, to put something together but it, it was tough it was really tough to, to focus on getting that i i put out it i put out an issue of um turnbuckle tabloid quickly it was just like probably one of the shortest episodes i did uh maddie came in and we just did it quickly and it even that that's probably one of my lackluster episodes because i really wasn't prepared for that i hate doing shows when i'm not prepared so i just basically was like yeah fuck it like just 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 to put it out there for now plus we're like we're only 10 episodes in so i just wanted to make sure that something went out i know it's a stupid excuse but i hate it but this week i said fuck this we gotta get you gotta lock in gotta go cousin juni's in the building my cousin is back you guys loved him when he was here the last time when, when, when Brother Dennis was in the building as well. Make sure you guys put your hands together for Cousin Junie. Mike is on for you, sir. <laughs> it's good to be back. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Cousin, Cousin Junie is um, a man who is um, very prolific when it comes to his words. He, he speaks softly but carries a big baton. That's what, that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what you do for... Son, the ladies out here still talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't been out here in a while, man. That's well, yeah, they, they still. It's called uh, el chorizo. That's what that's what I hear. That's what it's, it's called. <laughs> Salchichon. Yeah, I said, listen, we're related, and you can tell why. That's what I'm just saying. Now you know what it is. <laughs> now you know why we're related. But um, Junie's in the building. Cousin Junie has. Uh, he comes from. He comes from ways away. Where you? Where, where you? Where you living at? Hudson Valley, Marlboro, New York. Shit. And you originally like we, we spoke about. You originally from Brooklyn. Yeah, originally from Brooklyn. You're like a you're like a fucking uh, a nomad. You like move from my place. Nomad, to yeah, Brooklyn, Staten Island, uh, New Hampshire, Connecticut. Not in that order. <laughs> I lived in Missouri for a little while when really? I was in service. Yeah, man, the service they sent me out to the middle of nowhere, Missouri. Thank you for thank you for your service because honestly, I would not do it. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> but thanks for your support. Yeah, not not a lot of people do do. Not a lot of people can do it. Listen, uh, uh, our cousin Lou. He and I were a week away from signing up. Wow. Yeah, we were we were in a, we was on the block. There wasn't a lot of stuff going on, and we was like, "Yo, man, we got, we really got to do something with ourselves, man." For real, this is crazy. We were like in our early twenties. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, the, this shit's gonna get us. We're gonna get in trouble out here. So he's like, "Yo, we're gonna do so." One time we was downtown, and we bumped into the recruiter out there. So we, we he was talking to us and. It wasn't like they were talking a good game. It was just like, yo, fuck it. This is probably the only option we had. Wait, not to cut you off. You, when you say recruiter, I'm thinking career car salesman. Because you go in there thinking you want to do something, and he'll paint you a picture of you doing something else. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it was. Like yeah, He, he yeah, was yeah. trying to sell us on it. <laughs> and I was like, dude, like, all right. I, I I know I know what it is. Like yeah, don't, yeah, don't try to don't try to g me with it. Listen, this is my last bastion. You don't have to fucking sell it to me. <laughs> like, if I'm in the <laughs> desert and you only had a sip of water, you don't have to game me to get it. I'm gonna drink that motherfucker. So <laughs> we there, right? 
So me and Lou was like, yo, Lou and I was like, yo, we're going to do this, right? We're going to do this, right? And I'm like, yeah, fuck it, yo, you know, let's just, like, you know, let's go get physicals, get everything done, boom, and, you know, let's see how we fit. And plus, I was in pretty good shape back then, so I figured that I can do it. So I was going back to 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 speak to, to, to the recruiters again, and I walked upon um, New York City Tech, the college downstairs, the city college down in Brooklyn, and I looked, and I went, Fuck! I don't need this shit. I could go to college. <laughs> like fuck this shit. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I went right past the crew and I signed up for school right then wow. and there. And Lou was like, "Yo, what's good?" I'm like, "Dude, I, I start school next month, man." Wow. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck this." Did you ever run into him again, the recruiter? Uh, uh, it was about a few years later. I saw him on Forty Second. He had like a dress on. He was like, "Hey, yeah." <laughs> No, I mean I'm surprised because nah, nah. those dudes, yeah, those they'll dudes, hound you. Hell yeah, yeah. those dudes they hide in your garbage can. They'll they'll jump the mailman so they could deliver your mail. How did how'd you how'd you get in? I was going to my friend's house to go. We were going to play basketball, and he was over there talking to my friend. And then I'm just knocking on the door. He said, "Hey, how you doing?" And at the time, I mean, I was like 17. I looked like I was 13, so he didn't ask me nothing. So then I'm, I said to my friend, hey, "What's this guy doing here? You know, in his uniform and." He says, oh, he, he's from the, you know, he, he's from the army. He's a recruiter. So he goes, oh, how do you know each other? I said, oh, yeah, we go to school together. We're in the same grade. Once he heard that, oh, my gosh, he must have gave me, like, his card. <laughs> he gave me, like, a pamphlet. He says, yo, I got videos you could watch. Like, it was like it was on and popping. Dude was showing up to my job. Like, I was working at Dunkin' Donuts part-time making Did you coffee. finish school? Yeah. Yeah, you finished school. Yeah, so then he turned around and... and he would show up, oh, I was just in the neighborhood, and, and you know, I came to buy. I said, yo, but your office is on the other side of town, and he's <laughs> over here buying coffee. And he wants to sit in there and drink his coffee and look at his paperwork. He goes, hey, do you see this? Look, look, you know, look what the Army's into now. Anyway, long story short, I said, all right, I'll sign up for it. And then I went. They used to call me Private 17. I was the only 17-year-old <laughs> guy in the whole Delta company. Yeah, that's what they used to call me. How long you was in? I was in four-year commitment. Of that, I did one year, and I got a uh, medical discharge. Really? Yeah, because they I had, found out the, about chorizo. They said you couldn't work. Yeah, with, yeah, <laughs> they said you said, couldn't yo, walk around with chorizo. They said, "Yo, you gonna get back problems?" <laughs> I said, you, you, "We're not paying for your back surgery. Get out of here." Nah, yeah, but I got a medical discharge. You look good in the uniform, though. I like to see when you put up the, the pictures and stuff. It's like that's not the same guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's like a whole like a whole lifetime ago. Yeah, yeah. they um. Was that like your introduction to like going into what you? Because right now you work in corrections. Like, mm-hmm. Would you say that the, the military helped you to get into, you know, the whole profession of law enforcement and stuff like that? Yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. Um, once I came back, I mean, I did some. I did like I worked in a computer company. Mm. Um, then after that, I worked in a hospital laboratory, mm. and then just I don't know. I just ended up. I kind of just stepped stepped into law enforcement. Now with law enforcement, was it a thing to where? Um, so with the with the, dip, the the discipline that you got from the military, is it similar to what you do as a as, with law enforcement? Like you guys are still having to like you know because when I see when I see uniform, mm-hmm. I just I automatically assimilate it to the same thing. It's like do you guys still have the same thing? Did you take whatever like training you got from there and take it to where you? Yeah, were it was. I mean, because we spoke earlier, we said really at the end of the day, the street comes out of yeah, us. the street, the street, yeah. But- <laughs> No, the the, the uh, in the academy was a lot like basic training, but basic training was like times ten what the academy was. Right. So when I went through basic, it, I mean, uh, when I went through the academy, I'm sorry, it was just um, kind of a cakewalk. I want to say compared to what I had already been through. Mm. 
you know but it's kind of the same thing it's like they call it paramilitary right you know so it's it, it incorporates some of the military discipline and you know as far as your uniform and all that other stuff but now after time you know after you put your time in you realize that you it's so far far off than what you did you know it's not With even in the same thing coming up from brooklyn moving it, um, to staten island and stuff, were you a kid that got into fights because you're you're very like you know you're you're because we know each other for right, years right, right but like we really like grew like closer which is weird through social media mm. i mean we know each other since we were kids and then you know you know distance it, it's a real long complicated story people <laughs> like it's just, i will we'll share it on the later episode but out of my father's side of the family like Junie was like the closest one that was the most distant closest one like, right, like that yeah, yeah, yeah. but um did you you, you always seem like a kid who was like I, we, I say to this day, like we're cut from the same fucking cloth with different scissors. Right? Were you were you a kid that got into fights and stuff like that? Not yeah, only cause usually I was the quiet kid to myself. You know, I was a little shorter than the other kids, so they figured I might have been an easy target. A lot of times they made that mistake one time. I mean, even though like. Uh, uh, you know, I, I got the, the Santiago tempo. You know what I'm saying? That that, and this is right. what I'm about to lead into right now. Yeah, right, yeah. right, yeah. You know, so he's uh, like, "Damn, this little dude will jump off the table, you know, and grab you by the neck, <laughs> and, you know, take a bite out of your face or something." Exactly. Let's just stay away from this kid. You know, it's like you're not, you know, when the rage kicks in, bro, you you're not, you're no, your your thought pattern is not normal. Mm. You know, and and I guess that helped me get by. Plus, your sister seems like your sisters are the ones that are more rowdy. She's you. another, yeah. They're both another level. Man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, right. Your, yeah. your sister, your sisters are more the ones that are the rowdy, rowdy. Yeah, ones yeah. I, I, my sister, my sister. I've seen my sister fight a dude. Like, oh my I mean, god, your sister fight the oh. dude and actually knock him down and all. Like, yeah, my shout out to her because she just moves right. Yeah, she yeah, moved. She, yeah, she moved down south. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they, they're the ones that they were the scary ones. Listen, they, they, <laughs> if you guys ever heard of Red Hook Brooklyn. The projects, yeah, yeah. I'll leave it at that. That's that's where that's where you cut your teeth at. That's, <laughs> those were while, while a lot of you people are vacationing in Florida or uh, or California or, or or Hawaii or whatever. My my summers was in Red Hook, Brooklyn. That's where that's where we, we were cutting it. So I you spoke, we speak of the Santiago Rage, which is basically um we got two things. We got the rage and we got the foreheads. That's the curse that we. Get. <laughs> The double-edged sword. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. If you start cutting ass on our foreheads, then the rage comes out. So this week, I had a, I had a, I had a plentiful week. I had a plentiful week uh, at my job. As, as many of you guys know, uh, I, I work in a hospital f- facility in New York City. I work in psychiatric. And not the fun psychiatric that you see in television shows and movies. You know, I'm a little bit left of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest with Jack Nicholson. I'm a little bit there. And especially if you work, you work in an urban area, it's... It's not just mental illness. It's more about uh, drug addiction and stuff. So this this week I had um, I had an incident early in the week. Big brouhaha that occurred in the psychiatric ER, which I had to help de-escalate. Then during the week, I bump into a uh, a longtime friend, a former lover, female persuasion. It was not not anybody with a dick. No yeah. one it. It's female. She went into that dude from last time. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Ran into someone from my past who I who who I cared for very dearly, who I loved dearly, and she ended up being in the in the ER. It was kind of sad because I always joked about running into her because I know she I, she's been in there a few times, and people have asked me from the block, I was like, "Yo, have you seen such and such?" And I'm like, "Nah, not yet. I'm just waiting." And then when it finally happened, 
It was like, damn, like wow. It's not a, it's it's not it's not joy in Mudville. It's you, not. you couldn't prepare for that either, too. No, nah, it was weird because I walked in and like I I saw her through the glass and I'm looking and and I'm like, nah. Nah, that can't be her. So I went straight to my coworker, and we have a board that tells everybody who's on the on the census. And I looked, and when I saw the name, I didn't even like talk to my coworkers. I just gave them back the board. And I went straight to her, and I just wanted, you know, I wanted to check in on her. Mm. It was it, it's sad because um, the girl I knew was very jovial, very fun, very she 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 was lo- she loved life, man. And this was a person that right now I saw her, she looked just so defeated, and I know where it came from. Mm. Had nothing to do with me, ladies and gentlemen. It had nothing to do with me. All my exes still like me. We're still cool. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I knew where it came from. Fast forward to today. Today, I had something in which that you may, at your place of business, may, yeah. may be a common occurrence. Yeah. Do you see a lot of action at, at your job? Yeah, gladiator school. <laughs> Rock and roll. It's like, yeah. um, Rock and roll. What's the movie with um, uh, Denzel Ricochet? Yeah. With J- John Lithgow's in the... Yeah, let me tell you, it could go from zero to zero to like chaotic in like 0.6 seconds. Like it's it's unbelievable how fast things could go south. Mm. Like one thing we never say when working, wow, you know, it's kind of quiet today. Because when you say that, something jumps off. And it's always something like somebody trying to hang themselves. Somebody like got a homemade uh, a Ginsu knife. Some guy made a damn uh, uh, Muramaza blade out of... Damn. <laughs> paper mache? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You'd be surprised the weapons... Like, uh, the craziest weapon I came across was the guy took a cigarette butt, stepped on it on one end after he peeled the paper off and right. just burned it so that it was hard. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, and then he <laughs> made a razor out of it. Oh, my it. God. Yeah, we, we used to try that in the block, too, like because we heard stories of that. That's it, that. Yeah, this dude... We never cut it, anybody with it. Nah, <laughs> this, this dude was, yeah... This, this dude was, like, slicing dice with that thing. <laughs> so... Uh, this week, like, my job, my job is like that, but except it's not as 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 frequent. Like we we'll, we'll get our moments, and this week was my moment. This week, and I have to say that to be honest, I, I I'm kind of guilty because I prodded the, the gentleman a little bit because he's a uh, he's a he's a frequent patient. We know him as a revolving door patient, and he um he wasn't himself, and I should have known that he wasn't himself. Well, I did know, but I didn't really care. Uh, because when he came out of his room, I addressed him and I said, hey, what's going on? And he, I said, yo, what's up? He goes, I don't know. And he just walked. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's on some shit. So I was like, all right. Usually he'll see me. He goes, yo, Santi, what's up? Yo, Santiago, what's good? And he didn't. So I was like, okay. Um, they wanted they, they wanted to medicate him. He was resistant. But finally, uh, after some prodding and him threatening, and which I, of course, well, him threatening, I'm telling him, yo, boss, you're not built like that. So cut that shit out. <laughs> and that... He took and he was like, "Oh, I'm not built like that." Okay, challenge, he, challenge accepted. Yeah, yeah, right. He just wow. like, "I'm not built like that." Okay, so he um, we, we we grabbed him up, medicated him, and after you medicate, we usually just tell them to stay in their bed because they don't want them walking around like that because they'll probably fall from you know whatever. Once that happened, he wanted to come out of his room. You know, everybody. I had a good, I had my good team around as we were there, and I went up to him and I told him, I said, "Listen." Stay in your bed. They don't want you walking around. Relax. Just chill. And he's like, ooh, or just chill. All right. Just kept looking for me. Oh, just chill. All right. And he he continued to persist. He persist. I walked away for a second because I had to ask, I asked a question to another BHA and I came back and I said, listen, just go back into the room. He goes, oh, go back to the room. All right. Bam. 
right in the face. Wow. Right, right. He luckily he didn't. First of all, two things. Number one, I stood close. Mm. I didn't give him distance because, as you know, if you give distance, that gives him more power. Yeah, yeah, more. Yeah. So I stood close. So he had to hit at me. He had to catch me with a short right. He didn't catch the bridge of the nose. He caught the side. That's why I have a cut over here now. But leaking. I was finished. Wow. All this, it opened up like a water fountain. Done. I'm pissed. More than anything, not because I bled, but for the fact that I messed up my good Batman shirt. I love that <laughs> fucking shirt. I love It's my tuxedo Batman shirt. with the. It looked like Batman. Oh, my God. I just, I'm ordering it again from Amazon. Yeah, I can't imagine. Oh, uh, Just pouring out. Pouring. My people's got them back into the room. I'm not going to say justice was served. But let's just say that um, he was restrained and he went to sleep happy. I'll just leave it like that. But I've been hit before. Well, we've been in fights when you're growing up. You've been mm-hmm. punched in the face. You know mm-hmm. what it is. So it's like nothing to us. Like you know, it's 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 common. It's like I haven't been punched in a long time though. Yeah, yeah. That, that it's been a that's been a while. I could that I can say that. I, I wouldn't say that's what shook me up because it wasn't like it was any pain or anything. Or even afterwards, and when I went to the ER because I had that's the follow up you have to do. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm Gooch. I'm ready to go back to work. Which, I, the motherfuckers at my job would have took three months off of that shit. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? When, yeah, it when, took three months for that shit. When it happens, you kind of stand back like, yo, no, you didn't, bro. Mm-hmm. Really? Like, like, That's really? exactly what it was. Yeah, like, really? You really? Just, you hit me, son? Yeah, you, wow, okay. But I, I had told my coworkers, too, because they were like, yo, that's crazy. Because, And I said, watch. He'll see me, come back, and he'll apologize to me. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it was out of his character because he was high. Because every time he sees me or whatever, he's always, you know, cool or, you know, if he's having an issue with somebody else, he'll come to me. And this was out of his character. And like I said, I knew about it. I knew I knew what it was. But still, I'm on, the, on that level where like, dog, don't challenge me. Don't show, don't show your ass. Right, and right. that's the Santiago stubbornness because right. that's the right, third right. curse that we have. Right, 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 right. <laughs> it's right, the right. Santiago stubbornness with yeah, it. The, yeah, the blackheadedness, yeah. Uh, are you, do, 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 do you carry that Santiago stubbornness with, uh, with, with like, wife and all that? No question. <laughs> Yeah, she said, look, man, I can't help who I am. It's like, like I was born into this, you know? But yeah, she, she's, my wife is faithful to remind me every chance she gets. Like, all right, yeah, okay. I'm being reminded right yeah. now because uh, the, the, there's someone that I'm, I'm heavily involved, I'm heavily involved with. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm being reminded because as a matter of fact, she'll listen to this episode and I call her the FCC. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> I go to her and she'll remind me of how stubborn I, I am. And, and, and that's, just verify that the Santiago stubbornness is very it's, it's, it's a lineage it's very real it's it's hereditary it's something inherited you know if the I males could, carry it very right, strong yes if I could if, if I could have picked how I was gonna be, I definitely would have not picked this this was like kind of just I was born into this like I said you know it, like like women are good you know why because something's born into them where they gotta remind you every time you mess up every time you're being stubborn or black headed they, they're quick to play that yo you know you being stubborn man like like, but are you like me though where after like a couple of minutes or whatever the fuck like the rage kicks in and whatever and then after a couple of minutes you just let us mellow down and we're back to normal nah nah I'm, I, I can honestly say sometimes depending on the incident like I like it'll it'll simmer for a while <laughs> like I, like I just gotta sit on the couch by myself and, and or just like kind of detox yeah like with me I'm, I'm the opposite mine is like I'll, I'll be pissed I'll be upset like let me vent let me be just let me be mm-hmm. like let me just do me for like the like the next five ten minutes mm-hmm. 
And then I could walk back on to whatever the scenario is, and I'll start cracking jokes and be like, yo, you saw the way I took that punch, son. I was a G, son. Right, right. I was, yeah, <laughs> I was I, gangster, son. Listen, I, I need to get some of that. My, my, boy, my, boy's a, my boy's a former boxer, Golden Glove. And he works with me at BH, uh, as a BHA. And yeah. I, he was the first one I went up to. I was like, yo, son, you saw the way I ate that shit, son? He was like, yo, that's a pro right there. <laughs> Before I go into the next part of the show, we're going to do the this week's rant. Your love for sports is amazing. Mm. Yeah, like you're 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 constantly on. Uh, Keith, he's constantly on the page as well. He always like provides stuff on the page and everything as well. And um, you're resilient when it comes to the Jets. <laughs> Okay, sorry. I, Keith is a Jets fan, so I, I, would, I, I would have used the word relentless. Relentless, but, excuse okay. me. Yeah, relentless. Okay, right. And um, your, your your loathing for the Knicks. Oh my gosh! <laughs> now, listen, like just just to just to clarify, remind everybody, I, I'm a lifelong Knicks fan. But let's just face facts, man. That that franchise is cursed. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're never gonna be better than what they are. Like, I mean, come on. I mean, did y'all see them playing last night? Now, now, listen, this is the joke, okay? We know the Knicks haven't seen the playoffs in a long time, but watching the Knicks not play is like watching the Knicks play anyway because they don't show up either way. You know what I'm saying? So the franchise is cursed, and yes, I have a disdain for the Knicks. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, seriously, you really team. genuinely <laughs> do. I, I, I feel the same because... I want to love a New York basketball team, and I'm not loving the the, the fucking Brooklyn Nets. I'm not doing it. I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> I, refuse. I love the colors. Yeah, yeah I love yeah. the scheme. Yeah. I love what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I refuse to go and be a fan of this. This is just horrible. Uh, you know, and you know what's bad is I'm in the same boat as like as much as I hate the Knicks, and as many times I said that's it, that's enough. It's like they're still my team, man. Even though they, you know, like bargain basement franchise of the, of the whole league for years now. You know, come on, man. Like ah, uh, uh, I can't stand them. <laughs> but yeah, but whether um uh, like you you mentioned before, like your your you and your father being sports fans mm-hmm. and you being a Yankee fan because your father was, you know, a fan of every New York team, which that bothers me. <laughs> that Listen, bothers my, me. My father loves... Pick a side. Like, no, no, he's he's like, I picked a side, it's New York. Like, he loves... He loves the Rangers. He'll, you know, he'll root for, for the Islanders. Rangers. Like, he'll, yeah, he'll, any New York, he'll even watch like tennis if it's if, if it's like in, if, if it's New a York, New York tennis yeah, player. Yeah, he'll watch tennis. I'm like, come on, pop, really? <laughs> but your dad was the one who was. Would we say safely he was the one who introduced you to like sports and everything? Yeah, uh, yeah. mine came in with. Um, I, I'm, I'm a I'm a guy who. It was two things. Number one, my uncle, who I can't stand to, you know, I can't stand to this day, but I thank him. For being uh, my my intro my my introducer to sports, like he took me to like Met games. He took me to uh, you know he showed me wrestling and stuff like that. Like not hands on, but he showed me wrestling videos and all. <laughs> but he was he introduced me to that world. And the second part was that I wanted to be in conversations and I wanted to be a part of something. And that was like debates that you don't have. I didn't really have it in school. It was on the block. The block is where you had those debates about sports. Right. Uh, who's the best center in in the game, Patrick Ewing or Hakeem Olajuwon? Right. right. Uh, who's the best uh, running back, Emmitt Smith or Barry Sanders? Like I wanted to be a part, and I wanted to. That's where my love of sports really culminated from. Like these days, it's like I fucking transitioned into a fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> This is what we transitioned well, to. Well, to be fair, nobody really hangs out outside anymore. You watch yeah. all these kids in the street. Like, when we was coming up, you know, kids would be outside throwing a football, right. playing tag. Keith, y'all do, y'all do that to this day? Well, I 
toss a football around and sometimes yeah. yeah. But now you see kids they sit they sitting on a damn jungle gym texting each other. Yeah. Like, you see this? Yeah. yeah. Like they're all blogging. It's not like how And they're watching highlights of somebody else dunking a basketball yeah, rather than trying. You know? But uh yeah. So guys, make sure you check us out on Soul, all social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook on Regular Season Sportscast, like and group page, check us out on Instagram at Regular Season Sports, check us out on Twitter at RWJ Santi and on YouTube, the Regular Season Sports Cast. Guys, RageWorks.net is where you get everything. Everything under the sun. You want comic books, you want movies, you want TV shows, you want uh ladies, you can't get Junie's phone number because he's taken. So <laughs> you're sorry. El Chorizo is retired. <laughs> but anything else you want, check us out at RageWorks.net. That's where everything else is popping off. Junie's a big fan of uh, just uh, everything, man. You you're you're another one who hits me up about movies and stuff like that. You Yeah, movies, games, uh sports. How about, dare you? You just told me that you changed over to the Xbox One. How dare you? Uh, oh. To be I mean, at the time I was on the PS4, the Xbox was the Xbox One was sitting there. So I mean I went back and forth. But, oh, for shame, sir. Yeah. For shame. When we come back, I'll I'll get rid of my disdain for him and his Xbox One. <laughs> We're gonna go into this week's rant, and this week's rant is actually gonna be a surprise because for as much as I hate a certain ball club, I actually have respect for a certain player. So when we come back. You hear mine and Junie's thoughts about what I have to talk about. So stick around. This week's rants. Sorry, guys, but if you hear like a, like a humming sound in the back, no, that's not a vibrator in my pants. That's just a fan. It's fucking hot in New York City. Oh, my God. It's like an old Wu-Tang album. <laughs> Drop it. it it's, it's awful. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan of heat. I, I can't. I can't stand. I'm. Re- I'm looking into getting like a, a uh, like an AC that has like twenty six thousand BTUs. I want my shit to be like Western Union in this motherfucker. <laughs> when you come through my door, it has like those rubber slot flaps. <laughs> I want it freezing in. Like, like, huh? Yeah, I was gonna say like you hanging meat. Yeah, you're hanging meat. Well, El Chorizo's in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have to be like El, El Chorizo's and. Uh, oh. And salchichas and like you remember Western beef where you go in the back where they have spe- uh, specifically all like the cuts of meat it was freezing mm. back there yeah. like, like that like yeah. that kind of cold yeah. where the where I I'm, when people ask me why you still have a quilt on your bed like that for I want I wanted mm. to be like that right but um for this week's rant I want to tell you guys that. I'm hoping that you've heard this show numerous times. I've heard you. I hope you're, you, you guys are breath. listeners. I, I know you guys. Are, I, 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 Don't hold your breath. I know, I, I, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm just prepping. <laughs> I hope you guys are, are, are fans and listen. No, no, no. I wouldn't say fans. I hate to say fans. I, just listeners. Listeners. And you guys know my hatred for the Yankees. I always say the Yankees are... They're the rich kid in high school that got the best cars, that has the flashiest uh, automobiles. Daddy, daddy's always pampered him, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, daddy George always pampered him and gave you know he was stern, but you know he gave him what they wanted, and you know even when you were bad, like you know he tolerated some of the stuff, and then you know once you got to that point, <clears throat> Reggie Jackson, they throw you out, but <laughs> 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 you get pushed to that level, dominantly cut the sideburns, like that kind of thing. Then you also have to, you know, when it came to the Yankees, it's like, uh, 
basically the fans like, we, like the fans were very um obnoxious obnoxious yeah the fans are very obnoxious like 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 i'm a yankee fan but i can't understand when people from my fan base turn around and say if you get if you get spanked like we did in texas a few years ago if you get spanked like that in the playoffs you can't say oh the refs beat us or you know i mean yeah we didn't show up to play. Your team, your team got cracked. You know, it's it's okay. Yeah. You know, it's like it can never. You can't be a fan and honestly say that your team never plays bad. You can't make excuses for your team. No, exactly. Because then you're a Cowboys fan. <laughs> <laughs> did I say that? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I did, I did say that. Yeah. yeah that, that, that message. Yeah. Who? No. Well, Keith, what is it? Who's who? 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 Who are worse? Yankee fans or, or Cowboy fans? There's nothing worse. They're, they're worse than cancer. <laughs> Which wow. one? Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> that honestly. All right. Who's too. worse? Dallas fans, Yankee fans, or Patriot fans? Dallas. Yeah. Dallas, There's nothing yeah. worse than Dallas. Dallas I, I've actually sat in a Patriot section at a Jets game, and it, it was very upsetting because they were actually like, like offering like their hands to me. Oh, good, good drive, good play, and I didn't want to shake their hands, but they were just so nice. <laughs> me and my little brother were like, "This is the worst game we've ever been to." Because we were, I told it was funny. My little brother, he's like, "Yo, Keith, like I, I know you could, you get a little bit excited when there's the Jets and the Patriots, so like Dad is not here, so chill." So I was like, "Nah, I got you. Don't worry. I'm gonna be a good example for you because he's much younger than me." So I was like, "Don't worry, we'll be all right. I have to watch you." And we were sitting there, and it, it felt like we. We were like the most rowdiest people ever, and those Patriot fans—they would clap for any good football play, not just the Patriot play. Yeah. And they were very polite. They were very sweet. They came from Boston. They drove down. Didn't you want to choke them out? Like- no, I, I, I mean, I kid you not. Like I would say, good. Pl- at, at some point, I caught myself saying, "Damn, that was a good catch by Gronk." He'd be like, "Yeah, it was, man. I wish he would have ran it harder." Like he was even criticizing his own team, and I was just like. I don't like you because you're nice, you know, like, you're just so nice right now to me, and I don't, it really upset me. I don't get that when it comes to, uh, see, even with Yankee fans personally, like, I, there's Yankee fans that I tolerate because of, like, the rule I had mentioned earlier, like, you gotta be, you have to be a Yankee fan before the age of 18, right. at any right. era, that's right. just how right. I feel. Right, right. There's some Yankee fans I can tolerate, some I can't, but when it comes to the Dallas Cowboy, I, I literally get, I look for my headphones because <laughs> I refuse. Because diving into that conversation is, is, is there's no coming out of it. It's, I tell you, yeah, I, it's, it's, I, talking to them. Nah, like, it, it's like it's, 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 it's stubbornness. Yeah, no, there ain't no stubbornness. It's just no knowledge, no wisdom, oh, nothing. There's and nothing. And, and they're delusional to the point of damn near schizophrenia. You know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> medication on, needs baby. to be. Those, yeah. those are the those are the type of fans that make razors out of cigarette buds. Like, <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you real quick. I saw online on another football um, group that I'm a part of. Uh, a Dallas fan posted a picture of oh, Dak God. Prescott shaking um, Brett Favre's hand. Right. Right? And he says, wow, you know, um, Brett Favre must be honored to be in the presence of a real what? legend. What? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. No, hey, that's trolling. That's trolling. Listen, dude. Like, no, but they had. You can other, put the mic up a little bit more. Yeah. They had, they had, they had other yeah. Dallas fans uh, that were chiming in like, yeah, that's right. I'm like, Are you guys kidding me? Like, Brett Favre? Like, <laughs> Really? Dak Prescott's lucky like to even mention it in the same sentence as this man. Yeah, like, that's why this country is going the way it's yeah, going. Yeah, put, he put that work in. But no, real quick, real quick. Let me just touch on the Patriots real quick again. Like, cause, <laughs> only because I lived in New England, you know, for like my adolescent, like from 13 to like I joined the military. I lived in New England. And that that fan base, you know what? They love that team. Like, oh, yeah. And you was there when it was, they weren't good. Like, yeah. They, like, they were not I was, good. Like I lived there when, when uh, Green Bay beat them in the Super Bowl. And, and yeah. Oh, they, oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, you were yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Right. So then they turned around. They were like, um, 
well, you know, we'll be back. And it, w- it really wasn't nothing where nobody was riding or nothing. Like, they're just real, like, 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 like calm people as far as a team. But they would, they would cheer. Oh, first. shucks. We'll get them next year. Yeah, right? But, but they'll, they would cheer first downs. Like, it's the worst. It's absolutely the worst. Oh, my gosh. There's nothing more they're frustrating. They cheer good punts. Like, yeah. There's yeah. Not, nothing more frustrating, bro. And the, 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 the cherry on top, real quick, is that I, I, I've been to Foxborough yeah. recently. I think it was, like, last summer for a soccer game. That is the most beautiful facility I've ever seen. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I love that place. I have a homegirl that goes. She's a it's Patriots beautiful. fan. She goes, she you know, you can enter. You goes. can enter the stadium at field level. I'm not talking about like field level. You you got to go through all this like yeah. s- like stairs and escalators. No, you walk on the field and then you go up to your chairs. Wow, that's that's, that's amazing. Yeah. You get to see the field like up close, and I'm like. Let me shut up. So I, I, I go yeah, back to my I go back to my, like my disdain for the Yankees since I was a kid, right? So legendary, the, the legendary, more, legendary, yeah. legendary status. Eighties, like even when they were bad, I was like, "Fuck them!" Like yeah. I was that bad. <laughs> so then I um, but I always I, I, like I told you guys before when the mics went on, it's like I always admired their commercials when they was on Pix Eleven and like they had like the great commercials and I'm and, and me being a Met fan, I was like, well, the Mets don't have commercials like that. It's like fuck, fuck them guys. <laughs> Fuck them, but they were they were Yankees that I did I did like that I that I was that I, was, I could say that I, I gave respect to number one. Uh, oh, I, I forgot to mention Dave Winfield. I like nah. Uh, I like Dave. Nah, I was cool with Dave. Uh, Mattingly was one. Nah. Uh, <laughs> Ricky Henderson when he whenever he 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 passed by. Man, he's an Oakland A man. Cut it out. That guy's awesome, though. I love Ricky. Bernie Williams. Bernie, I like Boricua. Yeah, Bernie. Boricua was you know, I liked him because he didn't care about baseball. It, oh, he's very, he, yeah, was, yeah. he was like so himself. Yeah, I he, loved him. He loved baseball and he was more I, his music. Yeah, I loved him. Like, he was just a true, like, guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was so natural. Um, like I said, Paul O'Neill, when he came over from, um, was the Reds, right? Right. Yeah, and he came over. Nah, he was a Yankee. He was, he was all right. You, you like Posada? No, no, I did. I did. I like Posada. He was a leader. Um, what was the other one? Like Tino when Tino came from Seattle. Nah, that was all right. I always laughed at the, the the Yankees should have gotten Jay Bruno when they had the chance. I used to always laugh at that. I remember you had He a, always killed them, too. Whenever he came to Yankee Stadium, he fucking murdered them. I remember you having a... That's how he batted. Yep, mm-hmm. Jay Bruno. Mm-hmm. But I remember you having a meltdown on, uh, on Facebook when they got uh, Ichiro. Oh! You were like, oh, what the oh, fuck? Are you yo. kidding me? Get out of here. Are you kidding me? I'm still waiting for the Bryce Harper deal. I'm waiting for that. Oh, <laughs> I'm waiting for that it's to coming. come down. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Um, but... There's one I can say honestly that I give 100% props to man. And this week, this weekend they this past weekend they honored him at Yankee Stadium, uh, Derek Jeter. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I watched the I watched the whole ceremony. Mm-hmm. And so did I. Hair standing, mm-hmm. hair standing, and the kid is so because I still consider him as a kid. Yeah, yeah. So low key, Got classy, real classy. Like you, 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 you felt. The His cap- passion for the game, the captain, yeah, yeah, uh, and the definition in the dictionary of a ball player, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, how many of us can actually say that we went and got something that we wanted to do, mm-hmm. and we did it and accomplished it and fulfilled it, right? You know, and he's he's a good example for a lot. He of wanted to be a Yankee yeah. as a kid. He he said he said, "Yo, when I played little league and I was playing for the Tigers, I was mad because there wasn't any Yankees on. There was no Yankee team in my little league team. Yeah. I was mad. Played baseball clean. Play, played it clean." I mean, he was a constant, con- like he said, constant professional, clutch, um, a champion. He, he, all of the above. He everything, personified everything. what ball players should be looking for when they're when they're he when is, going to he the, is yeah. the he is the the definition, like legit, straight up. Yeah, he is just absolutely. And a ball I love player. the fact that 
him being young and going out there and playing ball and you know and people wanted to put him in the social like the so like the, the the gossip scene or whatever oh, he's dating this he, he's he dating handled this. New York he handled New York he, he New dated York. this he dated that he never, did, no, never no, put no, it out no. there he dated it all <laughs> he didn't date this he didn't no, but that. I'm saying he, he dated, dated it all he, he dated he did what he did yeah and then <laughs> oh, he, shit, I'm sorry <laughs> he got numbers. <laughs> Wait, what do you think he had more hits at the plate or in the bed? Which <laughs> pretty equal, pretty equal. I, I, I would I say, mean, yeah, successful might, all around. They might break even. What was he? <laughs> what, what was he? Number six all time in the game? Yeah, that's probably, probably. Yeah, broke his even. his his roster's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I give it to him. Yeah. He could, he could pretty envious. Of, he could always go to the bullpen if he needed to. Like, so I mean, it? and you know, it's dope. Like, he, you know, like he wasn't the most like handsome flamboyant guy he was just a cool dude you know he what I'm saying? is mixed when you're mixed you get you guys got that light skin mix going on mm-hmm. Chick, chicks already got it plus he's famous as even if he's young he came in there was like it was different because he got the light eyes and shit right. and like yeah. new york chicks was like a puerto rican woman were losing their fucking mind at yo, Yankee man, Stadium, just, yo. yeah every like every woman that i knew that was why they were watching the game just to see him come up to the plate they were in love with that dude yeah that that, like, that, that uh, Derek jotter that what's his name Jeez, yeah they were like, they were <laughs> like that guy that, he has the number two on his jersey like oh he's just fine like, and it's, it, there's one thing that i get that my mother always says that there's certain individuals that if you have a it, there's a certain name that carries celebrity when you hear a name like Derek Jeter that mm-hmm. means you're, you're not fucking working at Staples with a right, name like that right right you have to have like a name mm-hmm. for it Yeah, I, I don't know my first experience with Derek Jeter it wasn't like his name because I remember looking at his jersey and I read it as Jeter <laughs> that's how I read it but like you know it was more or less like you know the, the the one true relationship me and my father have is baseball. So, like, when he would sit me down and teach me baseball, but outside of the Mets, we had that whole historic, you know, depression when the Yankees were dominating the 90s and the early 2000s. But one thing that my dad always, like, he brought on to me was, was, was the respect for two players. It was Mo. The greatest closer ever. Yeah, I, I appreciate and, um, him later and, on. And um, I, I I love Mariano Rivera. If anything, I love him more than Jeter. But Derek Jeter was just I don't know. It was just something about Derek Jeter that I, there were so many points in my life where I hated him because he was just so damn good. Yeah, he was just so fucking damn. And good. he's that poster boy. Yo, let mm-hmm. me tell you, Didi uh, Carmen, she has a hallway in her apartment dedicated to Derek Jeter. Wow. What's up, yo? I walk in. That's still Derek, yo. Every, right, right, <laughs> right. yo I walk to that hallway. It's like Benicio. I give a fuck, yo. <laughs> I show blessings to him, yo. Wow. That's crazy. And then when I um when I was watching the the the, the, the ceremony, the fucker did it perfect. And I, and I'm talking about not only his career, but like even in his personal life. He 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 retired, got married, mm-hmm. Late, mm-hmm. and had. It's like the fucking guy knew ex- he had the game plan. Right. Everything right. is fucking sick. You know, if you right. go to his, his, his mansion. I swear, if I find out that he has like 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 animal porn in his fucking computer, gonna suck, right? I'm going to fucking be, they, I'm going to cry. I'm saying his, in his, in his, his mansion in Miami. Like clown uh, porn. <laughs> like if you're, if you're being a visitor or whatever in his mansion, uh, before you, you know, you, most mansions, they got the gate for you to drive in through. At that point, there's a man there. This is his job. He has a bucket for all mobile devices mm. before you enter the grounds. 
that's how Derek Jeter operates. I love that. That's just like yeah, that's cool. He's all over everything. Yeah. He knows every move. What he never puts himself out there enough so that he could be caught by the media. Right. And I love that about him. Yeah, and I, and I, I have to say, Junie, please just gonna, get, get, show, show your lament for you for for the Derek Jeter love and all that. Well, <laughs> you even got his wristband on. Look, he even got his wristband on. No, I was, I was just. <laughs> <laughs> and I was gonna say, being in the age of spin, that's a good thing, man. He's taking cell phones at the door. Yeah. You know, it's like they'll take one thing, like you'll say something, mm-hmm. and they'll twist mm-hmm. it a million ways. Yeah. The next thing you know, you were Jeffrey Dahmer reincarnated. <laughs> you know, like come on, man. Just because you have a piece of salami you know? on a table, fucking table, oh, like God. this guy's a meat lover. He's a ca- he's a fucking cannibal. Yeah, Fuck you. man. It's like. No, but I have to say that that was one of those things that when I and that's another reason why I can hate the Yankees because my Mets will never have any type of fucking ceremony like they did for him. They the will. only the only thing they I can for who for right. Yeah, the, yeah. The right. It's but right. It's, still not it's the not, same. Of thing. course, no, absolutely, it's not. But, it's not the same. But right was right. You know, been the their social franchise. media will browbeat it and be like, no, oh, yeah. You know, that's a, you know, but that's the way that's, just a, that's the, just a fucking hand way, me down. Oh yeah, absolutely. If it's, it the only thing I can say is that that plaque that they did for him was. Horrible. Most of them are. They all. Look yeah, they're terrible. always terrible. Most of them are yeah, the bad. plaques always look like. Yeah. Please, let me let me not even show you Ronaldo's plaque. Yeah, I oh, saw. Yeah, oh my disgusting. god, disgusting. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll they'll do something for right, but nowhere near the level of Derek Jeter, and rightfully so. I mean, you're talking about. In my opinion, I always say my favorite player, and to me, the best player I've ever seen. Well, my favorite player was Ken Griffey Jr. The best player I've ever seen play baseball was Barry Bonds. Mm. After those two, I put Derek Jeter. Just the way he right. played baseball, yeah. It's just, and I don't care what anybody says about Barry Bonds. I've never seen a man. There's no human being walking this earth with 500 home runs and 500 stolen bases. Right. I don't care what steroids you use. Right. There's no human being no, on this no, earth yeah. who ever done that. You know what? That that'll be that'll be the uh, the the acquired taste for another day. <laughs> I'm just saying that is an unbelievable stat. But anyways, but back to Derek. The one thing also I liked about Derek is that. No matter what, Derek was always there through all the turmoil, and he always, always, yeah, always yeah. kept it of steady. He was a steady Eddie. It was a straight line. Do, do you have any pictures of Derek Jeter hanging in your house? Uh, no. <laughs> it don't matter. It's is in there, his heart. It's is in his heart. Is there any sports memorabilia that you have hanging in your house? Definitely no Nick stuff in my in the house. Definitely. <laughs> no, you don't want you don't want no brujeria yeah. in your yeah, stuff. Yeah, you don't want no, like, no witchcraft. Yeah. yeah, you know. Bring a pox on your house, but um, <laughs> a plague. Yeah, the only thing is, I mean, I haven't set up. I mean, I have a basement in my house. I haven't set up the man cave, but guarantee. I mean, I, I can tell you, it's gonna be the whole motif is gonna be Yankees and New York Giants. Yeah, and Jeter's gonna have. I mean, like a special, you have a yeah. shrine. Yeah, yeah. He's, gonna, he's gonna have. <laughs> he's gonna have so. the. Yeah, the, he's, he's gonna, gonna have like, the, like a Joe Boone. The, the bigger part you've of seen the the, man cave. the 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 fitted they drop for his ceremony. Mm. It's like. They have the, you know, most Yankee fans, they have the patch. Now they have the patch where him, like, he's tipping his cap goodbye. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. pretty dope. Oh, by the way, a lot of people were upset because uh, Alex Rodriguez wasn't there Don't at care. the ceremony. Don't and, care. like, who cares? Like, yeah, like, come doesn't on. matter. If, if whoever showed up, showed up. And that's all that matters. Like, people just want to make a story out of anything. Again, yeah, the age of spin. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not a, I don't know, maybe. Listen, I, I guarantee you, he, he spoke to Derek in private. Sure. He showed him love. Yeah. Even though we know they don't really love they, each other. Like, yeah. But... Who cares if if Aira wasn't there? You know, and he like, came at the tail end. It's, like, it's, it's, yeah. it's anything. He was it's, not there for the heart of Soldier, right. Yeah. And it's anything, anything with the anything to to kind of make a story where there isn't one. Let's, right. Yeah. The only right. the core four that deserved to be there was Derek, Jorge, Mo, and um. I was surprised Bernie wasn't there. And, well, 
Again, like I mean, Bernie, Bernie, man, Bernie's him. usually to himself. Bernie was on tour. Yeah, yeah, Ber- yeah Bernie was on tour, maybe in Japan, <laughs> playing <laughs> his guitar. He probably sent... Yo, I, said, I, I, you my brother sent him a text, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, he kept, probably sent him a new song he recorded. Right, you know there you go. Yo, I always, I always tend to forget how big Hideki Masui's head is. It's like Godzilla. Oh, <laughs> I didn't like Matsui, man. I, I hated Masui. He was clutch. He was too clutch. Yeah, he was too clutch, yeah. Too clutch. He was an awesome baseball player, bro. Yeah. Awesome baseball player. I love player. that dude. The last game of 2009, that was like, you know, that was, that was Matsui special. was a he was legit Godzilla. Yeah, bro. he was Godzilla. He yeah. was awesome. Yeah, yeah, like take away the the sh- I, I fuck, he was fucking clutch and it annoyed the shit out of me. He was fucking good, man. He was a like, good. I still think player. that he could break fucking pineapples with his head though. That's just <laughs> <laughs> bunk, <laughs> bunk. You know what's cool about Matsui though? He 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 kind of like he, New York kind of rubbed off on him really well. You know what I'm saying? Like every time he came with the bat, the crowd kind of like yeah, you know, they, they, accepted showed, him. Yeah, yeah, they accepted him. It was pretty cool. It was, and and it was, most Japanese or Chinese players don't really transition. The well. only one that everybody liked at, during that time was um, Ichiro, and well, coming he, Hideki actually in, introduced it. Mm. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 well, they like Ichiro because when he came on, they started selling sushi in the stand. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me, let me not start the rumors. No, I'm because remember, remember, Seattle, Seattle uh, was was a Nintendo fucking purchase that they, they, they and so it was like, oh, introducing the new player to the. That's so awful. All right, they, got a, they made him. They, they made him. They made him a statue. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they made him a statue. Wow, uh, that's so bad. <laughs> My man won rookie at the year at age thirty. That's yeah. Because he played 10 years over, yeah. overseas. He won Rookie of the Year, I think, at age 30. Yeah. Here, in and American League Rookie of the Year. And it was he had like 320-something hits that first there, year. Yeah. No, his first year here. No, but I'm saying when... Oh, he was the, amazing out there. He was the MVP. The big debate was whether should it count that his... his oh, yeah. His, his, I, his. I, me, personally, when it comes to the to the Baseball Hall of Fame, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Not MLB. MLB yeah, no. Baseball is different. Hall of Fame, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we could have been ranting on this for a long time. But, but um, when we come back... Keith got a lot to talk about. He Actually, got, do he's on he's on he's on he's on his back, and and I, I have a feeling Rompers is going to be in this. Somewhere. Oh my Listen, that was done Wednesday. That's not even. Let's, I, I missed it. I missed Rompers. I can't stand it. Listen, oh, man. Like, listen, what, what's man. next? What's next next year? What thongs for men? Jenna, I don't know. Sundresses. I don't. I don't read Jenna to GQ, bro. I don't yeah, come bro. on, really? All right, guys. So when we come back, we got uh, the Quiet Taste is going to be kicking off his part of the show. Unbelievable that it's people are actually wearing it. I don't care. We're gonna have a double XL freaking episode because we missed last week. We're gonna have a, we have tons this week. So when we come back, Keith is gonna be on the on the mic, and then uh, Junie and I will participate. Stick around. We got more to come. Mayday! 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 She wasn't ready. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! The Keiths acquired taste. Man, that's just like a woman. It should be. That's, that's what it sounds. That's like. exactly what I was going for. <laughs> I, I guess I'm flattered. If that means any, if that means anything, if that means anything, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, let me get a dub of that. I'm not gonna say what it's for, but I need to bring. It up. <laughs> <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> so, so kicking it off, a Keith's aquatic taste. Of course, this is the part of the show in which Keith has uh, has things on his mind in which that he wants to talk about. So we usually just let Keith go on his rant, and then we chime in when necessary, and. For this portion, Keith has his time, his area, his... <laughs> uh, whatever, just go ahead. Keith, the, t- the floor is yours. By the way, congratulations on your spot. Fuck you. No. <laughs> I, 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 I genuinely meant that, whatever. but I, I, hey, whatever, whatever works for you, Fuck man. You. So, what's going on, guys? So, we're in the middle of May, right? 
the summer is almost upon us, right? Normally around this time, we're stuck with only baseball. Who loves that? Honestly, some people do, some people don't. We can only go so far with baseball, unfortunately. We, ter- we, 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 we terminate the joy for it until we get up to like around October. And for most Yankee fans, they, they can absolutely agree with that. You know? And we, we're here with a, a really big Yankee fan, so he understands that feeling more than anybody. Us Mets fans, it teases us, like I said, every three years. But uh, more or less, maybe more, because knowing the Mets, you never know. But uh, one thing that I was, uh, I, was, I was talking to a bunch of friends of my, about mine about, like, around this time, this is the only moment that the NFL is put to the back burner even behind baseball because of what's happening right now in the NBA and what's happening right now in the NBA I feel like we're on the verge for the greatest finals we've ever seen and I feel like anybody's ever seen and the reason why I say that is because I feel like we're possibly getting close to making the legit argument where LeBron James can surpass Michael that's one and we're getting close to where we can possibly sit here and say his, his greatness can finally be tested because he's gotten a quality adversary within the Golden State Warriors. I think right now there's two people on this earth that can either make LeBron greater than what he is or keep it at a standstill. And I think those two people are Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. And I feel like for the year that they had... Especially Steph. Steph has been, Steph has been. Where's Waldo? But if you look at Steph's numbers and what Steph's done, Steph has been uh, a Robin to what Kevin Durant has been the Batman to that team. And what a lot of people are forgetting is this is a two-time MVP. This is a man who was voted unanimously the MVP, which led to LeBron going crazy in the finals. He's taking a back seat to a new guy. And we've all saw what this year has, has, has unfolded for the Warriors. They had a few injuries, a lot of up and down, but they still, they still found a way to become the number one seed of the West. Has it, has it crossed anybody's mind that if LeBron beats this team, this team with four All-Stars, a man who's won two MVPs, another man who's won an MVP, if he beats this team, you can make the debate that it's him or Michael, and you can't sit here and say that other person's crazy. And because of that nature, what I've seen so far in this playoffs, a lot of people, especially myself, I caught myself a few times saying that this playoffs have been, uh, they've been very, very subpar. But that's because we haven't appreciated the greatness that's going to land on our faces in about two to three weeks. And I just want everybody to understand that you're probably going to be looking at the highest rated finals ever. You're going to be looking at the most competitive finals ever. I think people who don't watch basketball are going to be watching this finals. You're going to literally have the East Coast versus the West Coast idea of the finals. And you're going to have quite possibly the greatest adversary for any hero. We, we, we can go to any, any correlation and any, any, any criteria. You can go to Dragon Ball Z Goku had Vegeta. All right? You could go to Nike having Adidas. Okay? You can go to any... any listen, you got the Kardashians. You got Beyonce with Rihanna. You, got, you can go on and on. To be great, 
the only way to be great, you have to have a great foe. And I feel like what LeBron has now, and I felt like a lot of that uh, rivalness that he needed was was all dwelled up in his own his own and like his own dark demon when he went to Miami. He was his own worst enemy because he put a lot of that pressure upon himself. But when he went to Miami, he had to go through those Boston teams. And those weren't a cakewalk. And he got through that. That's when Michael went through the Detroit teams. That's how I parallel that. And I know, Mike, we can always go to six for six. But one thing Mike never had, and I love Mike. I still love Mike more than LeBron. Mike never had that rival. I don't want to hear that Clyde Drexler bullshit. He could not play on the same court as Mike. Mike never had that other, other guy. When Mike beat Magic, Magic was at the tail end of his career, and a lot of stuff was going on with Magic. We all know how that went. Mike never had multiple rivals or foes that he had to conquer on multiple occasions. I don't want to hear nothing about the Utah Jazz. Listen, Mike was not losing to no team from Utah. Let's cut that noise out right now. There was no other shooting guard on that team that could even shine his shoe or even afford Jordans. Let's not even get crazy with that. (laughs) What LeBron has here, LeBron has four mountains. (laughs) I want to keep this at a a very uh, classy, you know, uh, podcast level. I don't want to not look at you the way LeVar Ball does to the people he interviews with. Oh, Oh, trust me. Rant number two is on its way. There's a reason why I said I had two. LeBron James has ran through the East as he should, but LeBron James has not sweated at all. He has not broken a sweat. I saw him down 26 points against Indiana. What happened? They lost. Indiana didn't even know what happened. They had no idea. Toronto, DeMar DeRozan said at the end of that series, he said, if we would have had LeBron, we would have won. That's respect. That's straight respect. I don't want to hear nothing about holding down his teammates. That's straight respect. Look at Boston. All that beautiful storylines with Isaiah and everybody's heart goes out to him. Listen, man, Boston doesn't have a, a, a prayer. He's turning his back to players dribbling. He doesn't, he doesn't even need to do much on that court for them to get to the finals. Look out west. You got the Warriors breezing through the finals without their coach. Hell, Kevin Durant hasn't played all the games in the playoffs. People can make the argument that without Kevin Durant, they're even better. That's a fully loaded team. That is a a 73-win team that a lot of people feel they took a step back by getting another MVP. Put that in your perspective for a moment. And LeBron has to go against them and beat them again. Let's not remember the first time he played Golden State when he had all those injuries to Kyrie, Kevin, and whoever else wasn't there. LeBron James almost averaged, I believe it was 31, 15, and 9. And he, he got two games out of that series by his damn self. He almost pushed it to seven. We're, we're on the verge of what we can possibly sit here and say, I'm going to tell my kids about what I saw this year. And with all the talk about how the NBA is watered down, how the NBA is soft, how this guy disappeared at this moment, all this MVP nonsense, triple-double this, triple-double that. At the end of the day, everybody's been moaning and complaining about this and that. You're on the verge of the only thing that's going to put the NFL in the rearview mirror, and that is the NBA Finals. That's the only 
entity that can do that to the NFL. And the NFL takes a month off just to let them do that because during the regular season, that's straight garbage. Nobody gives a shit about the regular season. That's, 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 that's vacation for most of these guys. They even give a month away for March Madness. They give three months away for the NFL playoff season. So the regular season means nothing to us as fans. But the minute June comes, the minute June begins, that's when we sit down and we watch greatness. And I, I just feel like nobody's, nobody's really ex- understanding what we're, what we're, what's on the horizon for this sport. And I'm, I'm excited, man. I, I just can't wait. Junie. Keith just went on his um, acquired taste rant. You have any questions for him or any statements that he just made right now? Well, I didn't know I was at the church of LeBron. Nah, you know what? You know what? You're more than welcome to have a seat. You know what I'm no, saying? No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, hey. No, please, please, please. Nah, well. <laughs> please, if you don't. It, the tabernacle. Let's drop it. Listen. I got another Bible verse on its way. No, nah, no, nah, man. I mean, look. I, I, I hate LeBron with a passion that is Why? Only, that is only... That is only dwarfed by my hate for the Dallas Cowboys. And the <laughs> Why do you hate LeBron? Uh, I, I, look, I'm just I'm just not a fan. But listen, I, look, as me not being a fan, I have to say you can't take nothing away from that man's game. You can't take nothing away from his drive. I think he's uh, uh, he's an ex- extraordinary player. Definitely one of the greatest uh, to play the game. Um, a treat for everybody who's watching him in this time. But you know, I mean. The flopping and all that, but you gotta—I mean, take, look, take <laughs> I into, he, he adds that at the but, end. But listen, the take, and all that. But yeah, let's take into account too. You know, I mean, um, I—I kind of—I want to say I kind of have a disconnect with the the playoffs and the finals only because my Knicks are such garbage. So to me, it's like, yeah, it's 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 superb basketball. Excellent basketball that we're gonna watch, and like what you said, you know, um, in 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 a few weeks we're gonna watch probably the greatest finals ever, one of the greatest finals. But again, you know, <laughs> I don't like that dude. I mean, it, could it be? Where did he touch you? Where did LeBron touch you? It, it was here, and and, <laughs> and, and and he got away with it in a dark room. And he got away. So it's with a personal. It. No, it's no, like a personal no, thing. No, you know, you know what put it, me? It's nothing against his game. No, no, no. Listen, okay. you, look, you Let's can't take it. away from the man's game. You, you cannot. Because that's when the argument begins. No, yeah. If you, it's a personal thing, no, that's fine. You can't take away from the man's game. What put me off about? What like I remember him when he came out. When he first got into NBA, I said, "Wow, you know this kid is something special." He you lived know, up to every right. I was like watching this kid play. I'm like. Wow, this kid is really something special. You know, he's 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 definitely doing things in the game that guys that are twice his age are doing. And I said, "Wow, that's awesome." And then what did it for me was, and not because I'm a salty Nick fan, I'm not. When he did that whole the decision thing, where he it, it was kind of like about him and about oh maybe I'm going here, maybe I'm going there, maybe. And I didn't care that he didn't come to the Knicks. I really didn't because you go where you go where it's like if if I offer you two jobs, you're gonna go where you get more money. Where you get more, where the you know, environment's better right, for me to grow. Exactly, where mm-hmm. you're going to excel more. You have a better opportunity um, you to surround yourself with, you know, like-minded people, and like my and and, and in this case it was talent-wise, a place and, to succeed. Right, he was able to excel and where he was at. So you can't take away from from that. But to me, it was kind of self-centered. Like the dude was really diva-ish. So after that, then I was kind of like put off. But then with the the, the flopping is what really did it for me. Who's your favorite player in the NBA? My favorite player used to be Patrick Ewing till I met him. Well, he doesn't play no more. No, no, no. You got to give me one T- guy now. Till I till I met him, um, one guy. And I, honestly, I don't. I don't have anybody that's like my favorite favorite all time player. Like guys no, 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 like, no. Just one guy besides LeBron that usually like, I want to watch him tonight. Steph Curry. He flops. Right. I mean, 
Who flops more than LeBron? It don't I matter. Mean, they all I'm, flop. I mean, put me on though. I mean, who flops? With, oh, Blake Griffin. I oh mean, God, more than LeBron. Oh, by oh him and Chris Paul. Remember that time they called? I think what they the called LA floppers. The, the the Clippers as a whole flop. They, they, they're, LeBron flops. Hey, I'm not saying he doesn't. Jesus Christ, he flops. Yeah, His flops are awesome, by the way. But they're this, so they're so WWE. Like rem, they remind me of so many WWE. But he's like, he's like the Rock when you punch the Rock and he goes all crazy. Right, but that's that, but that's my point. Here you you have all this talent in one player. You don't have to do all that, man. But you don't get remember, the call. You come back. You for, come back the next possession and also, you jay it on him. I mean, listen. At the end, he's actually done that, though. He's he's lived up to what he needs to put up on the court. He flops. He flops because, in my personal belief, I just feel like he's so he's mentally ahead of everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, this you can like I said, this is Lebr- like you said, LeBron's church, right? But he's so mentally ahead of everybody that he knows he's gonna get that call. He knows he's gonna get that call. Listen, we don't live in the nineties anymore, and it sucks. That's, I love nineties basketball just right. as much as you do. I was, I was just you gonna go there. I, listen, but yeah. this is not. We are in two thousand seventeen. You're right. No, you right. wear rompers. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Men gosh. wear UGGs. Oh, we can't gosh. get past that. Yeah, that's just how the the, the that's just what the, we have been like dealt with. Those are the cards that have been like dealt to us. Right. So, if he can get a competitive advantage, the same way quote unquote air wasn't. You know, taken away from those balls in New England. If he can get a competitive advantage, hey, why not? But do you think he, as as a player, I mean, you you went on you went on on on, on your rant. You, you, you think I should hold less respect for a player who does that? I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is do you think as a player he needs to do that? I think. I if, mean, I think I, if it's if it's if it, if there's anything that he can do to get a W on the court, by all means. Personally, I don't like the guy, but again, you can't take nothing from the man's if, game. If, He's proven himself on the court. He if has. you feel like, listen, the way I feel about Tom Brady, mm-hmm. I sit here and say that's the greatest football player, not quarterback, football player to ever live on this beautiful green earth. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait. Wait a minute. It, yeah. He would not have survived the eighties. I mean, you think he would have lived through, I, through all I that mean, with LT I mean, coming I mean, off that line? I mean, well, that's that's something LT that would have killed him. He would have, but again, you're playing the would have game. You're playing the would have game. We don't know that. What I'm saying, no, we do because the, the NBA is a far shy today. Than how do, how do you how do you then. know how do you know Tom Brady doesn't do his beautiful two steps up and get rid of the ball like that, and, and LT hits him late? You, you really look, LT was so good. In, I'm not in, saying he wasn't. Remember listen, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just talking about okay. what, what Tom Brady's able to do. Well, t- listen again. Look, I'm not. I'm not a Patriots fan, but Tom Brady's a beast. You can't take oh, nothing from him goat. either. Right. He's, he's, he's a beast. Yeah. You can't take away anything from what he's done on the field. But what I'm saying is is that a lot of these players that have excelled in our time now wouldn't have lasted in the you know like. In the eighties, when guys were getting their legs broken and all this so, other stuff, so that deviates from how great he is because he would have been hurt. No, what I'm saying is, is that he wouldn't have been able to do all of that. In the, in, because he would have been the, hurt. No, That's what you're, no, not because he would have been hurt. I'm saying because he wouldn't have had a chance to do all that. The rules and the, he would have had a chance the to rules, do what? The rules what and Tom the, Brady couldn't have done. He. Excuse me. What Tom Brady couldn't have done in those rules? All right, let me ask you a question. You think I'm waiting you for think, the answer? Okay, but well, you yeah. keep you keep cutting me off, bro. Let, let me let me let me get to the <laughs> you point. Remember, where this is his acquired taste. Okay. This is a, this is so you, so you so you think you think guys like Jerry Rice they wouldn't have had like ten billion yards if the rules were how they are now? If Jerry Rice played now, uh, I think Jerry Rice would have had an amazing career. 
I think he 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 showed what he can play through any era. That's what I'm trying to explain to you about Tom Brady. He can well, play through any era. Well, that's what I'm saying. But Jerry Rice had guys hanging on him like a damn like like now you can't touch a guy. It's pass interference, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying. Is back then the NFL was a lot more physical. It was an entirely different game than what we're used to now. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I don't think would I say Tom Brady wouldn't have been successful in in the 80s? No, but I say he wouldn't have he wouldn't have had the career he had if what, he played what's a, in the What's 80s. a great quarterback that played during the era? Of Lawrence Taylor, a great you just QB. give me one of yours. Guys like uh, Montana, Marino. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, this just off the top of my head. So Montana mm-hmm. played with, and listen, I love Montana. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to see him because well, I was even, even, even as much as as much as I, as much as I hate even even Aikman did his thing. Oh, Aikman was, then, yeah. I love Aikman because Aikman would, would chew guys out. Well, I, like I don't. That. I don't like Aikman because he's a fanboy. Whenever he calls Brett any game, Hart, any, any yeah. game against, oh, whenever you know, he calls the Dallas when he calls Cowboys the Cowboys games, he's like, I mean, he's so like, let's just, he's biased. Of course, he's, he's got oh, his yeah. ear. In, he's got his tongue in Jerry Jones's ear. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Is that game. what you say? His ear, or you want to say his ass? <laughs> but something like that. I was, I was trying to keep it less vulgar, but okay, we, we can say that too. So okay. let's let's use Montana because that's okay. most more than anything. He's the one compared mostly to Tom, or Tom is compared to him because mm-hmm. they. Kind of, you know, used Montana as the greatest before Tom was right. stepped up to that platform. Montana, I believe, played. I want to say fourteen years. Mm. I, I could be wrong. Montana played on a West Coast offense with by far the greatest receiver to ever live, one of the greatest tight ends to ever live. He always had an amazing running game, and they always knew how to put beautiful players in position for Montana. And I'm not taking nothing away from Montana. Mm-hmm. Montana had a second great receiver too. Ah, oh, man, his last name is Lee, is at the tip of my tongue, but he he complimented Jerry very well. Taylor, John Taylor. Yes, John Taylor. Now, Tom Brady, if you put that New England, even with these rules, let's not forget we're using these rules. If you mm-hmm. put that New England, any New England Patriot team, and listen, I'm a Jeff fan, any New England Patriot team, and, and on any era with with the amount of weapons that he had, listen. His whole off, you can you can make the argument that his whole offensive line is as talented as anybody down the street. Listen, you know you know you know you know because what? Oh, okay, wait, hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. There's there's guys in the NFL today that can take his head off just as just as just as close as anybody back then. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. There's Khalil Max of the world. Khalil Mack could play in any era. There's Von Miller's of the world, and I've seen Von Miller destroy Tom Brady and Tom Brady get right back up. Tom Brady. Tom Brady can manipulate a defense better than any human being that's ever walked this green earth. Tom Brady can work with any human being and make them great. And I think just by that, listen, there's something you there's something to what you're saying by 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 the constant constant attacking nature of the NFL that what it was in what the 80s was, and right? the 70s. But if I can sit there and tell you if Tom Brady's going to get rid of that ball five steps before you come near me, you're going to be tired before you can get even get your best lick on me. You think? And I feel like he does that better than anybody. Right. Can, I, can I wrangle this for a second? Because I want to go back to your, your random about LeBron. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So there was two quotes that I had. I had a conversation. And I always tell you that I hate having conversations in my job. Oh, what? Wow. Oh, the guys yeah, at your job? Yeah, I hate having conversations <laughs> in my job. But here's one thing. And this is this is a key. Uh, Kyle Hurt made a, made, made a, he made a, a, a statement in which that Jordan never beat any elite championship teams there's where I disagree with him okay but I'll say this mm-hmm. he didn't have Jordan a- had a 
deep Eastern Conference that he had. Oh to yeah, go yeah, that's to. where we agree. Right, yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. He had a deep Eastern he Conference. He didn't have a rival, but he played against he had, quality. Teams. He had Indiana. He had the Knicks at the time. Oh, Detroit, he had Boston. Detroit. He had Detroit. Definitely. Detroit was definitely, the ones yeah. up to yeah. Definitely deep, Detroit. Yeah. Deep run to get to where LeBron these days is basically having a cakewalk. Well, through the East, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, if, if anything, you want to say Mike's greatest rival and even saying this is a humongous stretch was Isaiah right because him and Isaiah hated each other right he mm-hmm. told he even I forgot who the coach it was the coach from the North Carolina team uh, that coach Mike I forgot his name but he even told that coach Isaiah can't even can't be on Team USA right it was it was that bad blood right um I, I agree exactly with that. I feel like Mike had a stronger. He had East. a tougher route to a tougher get mountain yes. to climb. Yes. He, had a, he yes. did have a tougher mountain to climb, which, which is now the reverse to LeBron. LeBron, which is his he, finals are harder. It's harder. Yeah, in which now the West was the Steph Curry's, the 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 uh, the the Kawhi Leonard's. They have the tougher road to get. Well, the West is tough, yeah. right? So but, I I tell people it's like. It's, it's, fault ve- is that? It's, it's very hard Who's to fault yeah. Is it's that, very though? hard. That's not that's not LeBron's fault. It's, it's not. It's it, not it, his it's, fault. It's not. It's One not. thing though it's that not. that 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 I think tr- gives a LeBron a tiny, just a tiny slot. LeBron, in my opinion, he's being the greatest coach to ever live. Okay, he's but being the that, greatest f- front floor player to and possibly the other one, the arguably. Other, the other thing I can say is everybody will argue about. Well, you know. Mike didn't take his two years off. He'd have been in eight championships. Right I think he would have. Okay, I absolutely think you he think. Fine. But we don't know. But we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, LeBron that's, that's, so high, that's hypothetical. Yeah, LeBron hasn't missed anything. LeBron hasn't taken the time off for anything. And my and I I told I and, and I and I argued to this day and I say to this day I said LeBron took Iron the Man. shittiest team to the championship. Oh, Cleveland the first. But year. you know what's, you yeah. know what's the thing they say? Mm-hmm. But he didn't win though. But he still made, yeah. But yeah. You, you can't, you look, you can't go by that. I mean, he he took he took he put them dudes on his back. And mind you, I was a he big did, he LeBron did, he, hater early on. Nah, I was he, huge. He did he did put before them dudes the, on his back before the move to Miami. Uh, was it? I was a huge a huge LeBron hater before Miami. Uh, yeah, after? yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I became I, I I became the LeBron appreciator when uh, he won his championship in Miami. That's when I was like, oh, you know, you know what's funny? I used to I used, when they came when he came into the league in the draft. I was a mellow guy. And I was like, you know, because Syracuse, you know what I'm saying? I was rolling with Melo. And I was like, LeBron's going to be dope, but I like Melo. And when LeBron had his time in Cleveland, I actually, like, I emotionally felt bad for him because I know that team sucked. Right. And I was still rooting for Melo. But when he went to Miami, and that's just the villain in me, I fell in love with him. I just, that villain you shit. You made a mention about, Junie, you made a mention about when he did the whole, uh, the, the, the whole decision. boasting about the, the decision. decision. Yeah, the Do decision. You, know what, you know what benefited from the, the decision? It wasn't all that money donated to charity. The boys and, Glo- the boys and girls, yeah, club. boys and girls, it was club. the highest donation that was ever made to the boys. Ever, and girls yeah, club. yeah. Ever. I know, I know. It was, yeah. So, but uh, he, what he's what he's saying though, which is I could get from a fan, is that the fact that he he made this big spectacle about he wasn't sure and he knew where he was. He right. knew where he was going. That's what then, he was saying. Then they had the hour long so special I, I, I on thought, ESPN. I thought, I, thought it, I thought it out to you guys. Right. Which is worse, LeBron's decision or uh, Kevin Durant's decision? Oh, Kevin Durant's decision by far. It's not even yeah, question. Kevin Durant. Because he, he went. So why he is went, it that Kevin he went Durant on a team that beat get, him? Yeah, exactly. So why is it that Kevin Durant is getting the backlash that fucking LeBron got? Do you know why? Why? I'll tell you why. That's the rival for LeBron. That's LeBron's. Uh, if there's an A player, he's a he's the B player. That's LeBron's alter ego. Mm. KD. Remember they had all those. Uh, commercials, mean Kevin Durant, not so nice Kevin Durant. They were trying to give him an edge for so long because for so long Kevin Durant was always quiet to himself. 
the bad guy of those Oklahoma City teams were was Russ. Kevin Durant is a soft-spoken guy. When you think of Kevin Durant's MVP year, he's crying to his mom. It's emotional. It's sad. How can you not like a guy like that? Right, Your right. heart pours for a guy like that. You think of LeBron, you do exactly what Junie just said. Fuck him. He went, to all the, he went through all that shit. I don't like the flopping. A lot of people don't like that. It doesn't appeal to an average fan. And I get that. I, I think but they're never going to do that to Kevin Durant. Appeal to LeBron because of his stature. Right? Absolutely, because he's, he's the man on yeah, the top of the mountain. He's too big for that. He's shit. too. He, not, well, exactly. I would say, yeah, he's he's got way too much talent for all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's, he's too big. For thing, that. Look, he could like, like what you said before. You mentioned before they were down. What was it? Twenty nine points. Twenty six. Twenty six points, they and they still came back. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. He has a drive to win regardless of the circumstances. So, in my opinion, he doesn't need to do all of that. You know what's funny, though, about flopping, like in general? The funny thing about flopping, not just LeBron or Mm. any other players. I feel like there's other players doing more. It's becoming so much of a thing now that I honestly feel that they should put it as a stat. You know how they... No, seriously. No, because you You see how... No, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. It affects him so much. Hey... It shouldn't just affect you. It affects a lot of people because of the way we view LeBron. If it affects fans to the point where they're like, hey, that's not cool. That's not how basketball should be done. The same way you have an all-defensive team, an all-NBA team, how about an all-flopping team? You know, just so we can know how you play basketball. <laughs> but you know Seriously. Why not, right? Right, right. But you, you know somebody will, get, somebody will get in the Hall of feel, Fame for flopping. Hey, <laughs> if you want That might be LeBron. Uh, if we a statue of them like falling backwards and shit. Yeah, yeah. listen. If yeah. you if you want to go that route in a basketball game where right. you just feel like doing this, and, and and you get a call, mark it down. You got a flop for today. <laughs> fool the most. Fool the most refs. I mean, listen. I don't like it. I, I I'm I'm with him. I don't like it. I feel like LeBron's above it. I feel like he uses it because he can. He just he just mentally ahead of the curve. Other players do it more. Some players just do it because they do it. It's become a. It's it's literally like these these spinners that I'm spinning right now. It's Rumpers. a fad. It's a fad. It's a fad. It really is. The NBA was never like that. Yeah. All right, guys. When we come back, like I said, much 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 in store. I'm trying to oh, do we a double. Talk about we got to Mr. Lavar. Oh yeah, no, please. We got to yeah, get to it. I, I have it. I have it on. I have the on the agenda. I actually did my homework this week. Trust so me. There's there's we got, gonna um, be a lot of. Fun we got Token Sports and shit coming up. Junie's still here. Cousin Junie's still here. Of course, Keith is gonna be sitting down with us I'm as well. Making sure I don't flop for Junie. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook on the regular season sportscast. Like and group page. Check us out on the Twitter at RWJ Santi. Check us out on Instagram at Regular Season Sports as well as on the YouTube at Regular Season Sportscast. You guys. Very opinionated this week. I like it. It's just so so masculine today. It's very masculine. I like it. It's very um, manly. I feel like I just should go do some push-ups right now. <laughs> uh, I'm on a ball right now. I want to. I want to dunk the basketball at, at a three-foot hoop. I want to do something like that. Have a competition after this, right? Yeah, right. Just like, oh, let's see who could do the most. Uh, I'll get uh, the ice packs. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, talking sports and shit. Make sure you guys stick around. See you guys in a sec. MMA. You want MMA? We got MMA with The Will. Kicking off this week's MMA. I, I, I just switched it because we were supposed to do talking sports and shit, but uh, Will has um, um, domestic stuff he has to do. He's very, um, <laughs> he's very masculine. I, I wish I had a dad like you, Will. I have daddy issues. I need to go my therapist. Any case, thank you. So, Will. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking off this week, we have uh, UFC 211. 211. 
Uh, I did not think, you know, I didn't think the card, I thought the card was going to be exciting. Okay. But I did not think that it was going to have a big backing with it because I always thought that uh, with the fans, the fans could be fickle when it comes to, 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 right. to, to, to the cards. Although we had a, we had the women's championship on the card. Yun Jieshik. And I'm still learning her name. Yun Jieshik. Yun Jieshik. Yun Jieshik. Did you have sex with a Polish woman before? My wife's half Polish. Ah! That's where it comes <laughs> from. That's what it is. And, uh, of course, we had the heavyweight title. Miocic. Mio- <laughs> what is that? Stipe Miocic. Miocic. And isn't he from, like, Wisconsin or some shit like that? He, 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 he's, he's full American. He's a fireman. <laughs> Is that something? And it's off time. He says that he, you know, after he defends the title, he goes back home and he just like they send, they hand him a brush. Go go clean the bathroom. We don't care. You're f- UFC champion. What a weirdo. Any case, but uh, the card was um, it was one of those that I said it should have been. It should be those that should be paid attention. But but the fans are fickle. What you thought about the card uh, this week? I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's heartbreak with uh. Uh, Rodriguez getting beat up, beat up, beat up you know, by Frankie Edgar. No, no, no. I'm amazing. Happy, I'm happy that Frankie actually like like he stepped up. This, this, it, this. It, it was bittersweet. I was happy, yeah. I was very happy for Frankie. I mean, um, Rodriguez, uh, he's he he's he's still coming up. Right. So I think that fight was a little early for him. Mm-hmm. I was like like when they when they announced it, I I, I had high hopes for him, but I did not. I, I, mm. It's Frank, a little early for him. Listen, for Frankie, it's like one of those things for me. Frankie like, should be champion. He period. should be champion. Exactly. That's my whole thought about it. And with him, uh, he's, it still seems like he's like fighting back for something that. Should- no, well, it's it's not him. It's it's just like the 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 brass is it's all about McGregor and McGregor's holding the belt hostage. Right. Because yeah, that's what it is. And, so and he, that's what I'm saying. He's fighting for something for a cause that's not there. Yeah. For me. Um. Anything else on the call that also jumped out of the, the prelims was actually kind of uh, exciting for me as well. They were really good prelims. Yeah. Um, they're just like, you know, nobody knows who these guys are, which is actually a good thing because they put a bunch of people, a, a, a bunch of guys in there who nobody knows anything about and they shined. Yeah. The entire undercard shined and it was, it was, it was a great thing. I mean, it, was a, it ended a bit... A bit uh, Early. Um, well, with, with the whole, you know, the illegal... Uh, strike, uh, which was uh, weird. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was weird about that. That was just weird. That was a weird one. Yeah. I, um, the, the the new rules are just like are getting more in the way than they are. You know, simplifying think, things. I also think the referees are not aware of what's going on because there's a lot. There was a uh, I forgot what fight it was in which one 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 individual was in the ring and he was clearly out. He was done. Right, and they let the fight go on for like another ten seconds, and it was like, dude, you got to step in. Like, what? Where are you at with this? It, well, it was. That's the commission. The commission um, sometimes brings in their own their own refs, and then sometimes they, you know, like like in New York, they want their their own special rules, right? And you know, it, it it's a big mess. So, you know, adding this new rule to UFC, you know, that just goes on top of the commission rules like which yeah but still the, the referees really because even um joe rogan was like yo ref you gotta get he's like almost near cursing you better get the fuck in there and i was like he was he was pissed like rightfully so yeah but there's nothing you can do about it big fight uh the women's match uh joanna just a joanna she says joanna champion that's silly joanna yunjie um 
She took a lot of. You can call her JJ. She took a lot of punches, man. Did she? Yeah. She took. She took more than she's she used usually to. does. Yeah. She did. Then she. Usually but that's does. who Andrade is. Yeah. You know, she's 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 a she's, she's a, a brawler. Thrower. Yeah, she's a thrower. Yeah. Um, What's your thoughts about it? I think that that's the biggest challenge she's ever had. I've never seen anyone, you know, take uh, Joanna down as much as as much as uh, Andrade did. Mm. I, um, it's good to see her defend so well and be able to like get up after being taken down by um, right. b- by a black belt. So you know she's unstoppable. There is no one <laughs> except for maybe uh, Rosna Mayunas that may give her any problems. The same division, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, my thoughts about it was that uh, but Rose is still too green. I, so. Yeah, I, I think with um, with, with with Joanna, she's um, I think she bought she she bit off more than she could chew with this one because they they're they have a respect. They're they're friends. Yeah, they're friends, and I think because it's gonna happen again. This this fight is gonna go. It's gonna happen again. I, I know. I, I have a feeling because they have nothing else on the card for them. Right. I think it's going to happen again, and I think that she needs to gear up to say, listen, I got to take her out, and that's it. There's the, the, you have to separate yourself and be professional she, and say, yo, she... You, she it, tried. Yeah. She, 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 you know, she did that whole thing in the weigh-ins. You know, she brought in that, that, like, that fake belt. Yeah, it's still cute. It's still cute. No, no, it's her way of trying to get into... Like, like yeah, it's still cute. Talking up to the fight, I, I saw her not really engaging in that. Right. But on, on the stare down, she finally, I can finally see, okay, we, we, she's ready to fight. You know what it was that threw me off? Even in uh, the, the beginning of the bout, uh, they came in and um, there was the introduction of, of you know, the commerce of, of uh, touching gloves. She didn't do it. She waited to like the second time in which they split and then she did it again and it was like, no, you should have just stood hardcore. And right. Like, no, I'm gonna take your ass out. Let's uh, let's get it going. That, and like, like she has this thing about um in the weigh-ins, she'll get really deep into her um opponent's face, and she'll get real close. And she, you know how some people try to like look big. Yeah. She gets down low and comes up at them. Right. She, she didn't do that. She this didn't time. have it this time. And right? I was just like, that's a little weird. Yeah. So, but but you know, she still did it. You I know, there, I think there was uh, slight intimidation on, not. The, but not the opponent, but on herself. It looked like she lost herself there. And when I was watching the, the, the bout, I sat there and I said, each round, I said, she's got to kick it up now. And I didn't see it really happen. Well, she doesn't have, uh, she doesn't have knockout power, Andrash does. So she right. was she was, fre- she was fearing playing. that big hand. Right. Um, but I think um, she showed her champion quality. You know, I'm the staying, fact that, the, the, the the fact that you know, all her, everything was against her. She, you know, she didn't want to, you know, hit a friend. She didn't want to fight a friend. She, she, she was fighting someone who was physically stronger than her. She was fighting someone who has more knockout power than her. And she still did it. What was the, um, what was the scorecard at the end? She, she won in unanimously? She won in, yeah. unanimously, yeah. yeah. Right. I, I still think it was probably, mm, little hit or miss there. I, to, for my opinion, I thought it was a little bit hit or miss. Uh, and, and the heavyweight bout. Um, we have a uh, Dos Santos. He's done. <laughs> he's done. He's I don't know what washed. he was doing. He's washed. It's but, funny because but, but every fight. Um, when he came back after fighting Kane, every fight before that, um, before this one, he was he looked better than he ever did. But this fight, I don't know. He just like I don't. He just wasn't there. He just like back. He just kept backing up to the cage. Like, where are you going? Well, because he knew who he was going against, and I saw that. Um, but but the, the he score, has the same knock, knockout power. I don't I don't even think it's he might have the same knockout power, but he might not have the same defense because 
He has. I think he has better defense. You think so? Because Stipe, that, that Stipe, overhead right Stipe, came in easily. Stipe will eat a shot to no. give a shot. His overhand right came in so easy that he could have parked a Beca- car at the same time right, when that punch but that's, came in. That's because a junior just stood there. Yeah. It, it, no, not only did he, he just said, he just went against the cage and he just stood there. It, 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 to me, I, I still have a lot of people are arguing the 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 just the the the, the quotient of that. Stipe is the best heavyweight champion ever at this point right now. Uh, he needs to fight Kane. Think so? <laughs> yeah. But Kane hasn't fought since when? Since, uh, since it, it's been like two years. Yeah, like it's been a long saying. ass time. So why he would there keeps... be in a debate? Like he's not going to come out and fight now. Because when he's healthy, he is the best um, heavyweight of all time. Is there anybody that you know in a heavyweight division that's going to come up and um, at least challenge for it right now? That, that division Kane is, is looking it's the only yeah, one. It's looking really slim, man. It's looking, it's looking real really... slim. Brock is gone. Um, thankfully. Thankfully. <laughs> yeah, Brock is gone. Um yeah, no, honestly, I don't see anybody else in that division. It's just, just if you wanted to walk away, how old is um uh, Steve? It's like what in his early thirties? Yeah, he's 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 in his prime. Yeah, it's 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 crazy because he doesn't even have anybody there. Really, doesn't. And he's any. young. Other news in the MMA, uh, I, I I would tie it in with the McGregor and uh and Mayweather thing. That, that, always- that's not even MMA, and you know I look into it just because I know you want you're gonna ask me about it. I'm, I'm, that's why I'm good at what I do. But I, I, I've never been a McGregor fanboy. Um, I, I enjoy his fights, but I just don't care. It, it, it's, you know, it's it's asking a fish to climb a tree. <laughs> I like it's, that. It's, it's not what you do. So you know, you know, the the fish is not going to climb the tree. You'd be like, oh, he's going to fly by it. Maybe he'll jump and let. No, no. It's not going to happen. He's going to get beat up, and that's it. He's going to make a bunch of money and fuck over the the rankings in the UFC even more than he already has. There's there's nothing there's nothing to it. It's, it's a no brainer. He's not going to challenge Floyd Mayweather. He's mm. he's just not. I do not like Mayweather, but he is the greatest boxer that's ever stepped in. There. Right. You know what I want? The greatest defensive box. I don't know if you guys agree with this. This is what I want. If you're going to have a fight like this, I said, make every round interchangeable. The first round be boxing. Second round be MMA. Still wouldn't watch it. <laughs> but I'm saying. You, like, you still wouldn't watch it, right? Yeah, I'm not watching. You I still wouldn't watch it. But it's like. What's the point? Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Even this fight is what's the point. What like, do I gain from watching Nobody's gaining anything for, di- for McGregor versus fucking Mayweather. Who cares? Watching it on the fire. Stage. Fanboys. Uh, it's, and fanboys are plenty. They're, they're, you're right. There are plenty. Yep, that's true. Yeah, it, it's to me, it's so silly. So, ugh. Um, and like I told you um, last time, um, just to move on, um, Joel mm-hmm. is now um, rumored to be fighting. Uh, what's his face? Uh, the, the Australian guy. Damn it! I just forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the MMA pro here. Oh, hey, hey. hey. I, I know you take care of children in the morning. I got you. Don't worry about this. It. Cool. <laughs> Let me filibuster. La 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 la. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, whatever. In any case. <laughs> oh, what's your thoughts about um John Jones and Cormier coming up? John Jones. Really? Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll beat kind of you. No, I'm just asking. I I, I I'll beat. Yeah. I beat you after a weekend of coke. <laughs> 
That's what he told him. <laughs> that's the that's the sound bite I wanted. Yeah, <laughs> even without a spinach. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, do you it, think? All right, I'll I, I, I pose. I pose. His this. sober fight was his worst fight ever. But I will pose this with. Is that, I can't even say that because Cormier hasn't even fought so much because he's fucking whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say with Cormier having some time in the ring and Jones outside of it, it's no, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, they 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 legitimately do not like each other. Yeah. Like like um, everyone that knows them, you know, say that um, they that whenever they see each other or around each other, um, outside of 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 the, of the cage or away from the cameras, right? Um, they just like they will still have that same intensity and that same vitriol for each other. Right. They just do not like each other. <sighs> so it's. It's the, like they're really gonna go in there and fuck each other up. All right, guys, this is the MMA segment. My guy Will comes in. Thank you for stopping by. You smell like formula. Yeah. Um, we, we, we breastfeed. Ooh, from you? Yeah. <laughs> is there beer in there? Because I will suck your nipple for beer. Uh, yeah. If I say yes, never mind. <laughs> Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. And the Will comes in for MMA as always. We were gonna check him in whenever we have to punch in this time and this effort. Thank you, Will, for coming in. Uh, I know you got to run out. As, yeah, man. As, um, I miss you. I miss you, too. Bitch. All right, guys. When we come back, <laughs> we're going to talk explosive shit. Junie's going to sit in for that, and we're going to have a good, quick rundown with that. Check you guys in a sec. See you guys in a minute. Oh, my God. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. It's fashion time. Man, we talking sports and shit. All right, just got to hit a quick rundown because my boy, Cousin Junie, got to be out of here. He's got a long trek home. I'm going to miss you. <laughs> likewise, likewise. Um, just to do a, a quick check down, your thoughts on the NBA playoffs right now? Well, I think, uh, I think we are going to have a uh, Cleveland-Golden State finals. Um, who do I see winning it? Uh, I'm... I, I gotta say, uh, Golden State. Um, not because I don't like LeBron, but I just think uh, I think they're gonna have uh, more stamina to, to end it out, to finish it out. To me, I'm like people are like putting so much like heavy relevance on this playoffs, mm-hmm. and and I go, you already know what it was. Like you really already knew what it was gonna be. Right. Who loses the first game? Because they both undefeated in the playoffs. Who loses the first game? Cleveland. You think so? I think so. I'm going to say that um, I think I think Cleveland loses the first game, and then uh, LeBron pulls his cape out the locker, and then they win the next two, and then we have a series from there. But I think I do see it going seven games. The only reason why that I would say that Cleveland would probably lose one is because they would make that off night happen. Mm-hmm. But the team that I would think would have the off night first is Golden State. Because we've seen them do it, right, right. Yeah, right. that's the only that's the only time that I would say that that uh, Golden State would happen. Other than that, Golden State should should have a straight straight run. Uh, it's funny because Josie's boy, over dot com. Make sure you check out Josie's boy on over dot com. He um he challenged me. He asked me uh what was my thoughts about Cleveland, and I had it. I said four four four. I had it already uh, already set. 
Mm-hmm. This was last year, right? Before right. the season happened, that's four, four, four. I already knew it was going to happen, right? And so far, it's coming into play, coming to fruition. Uh, the only thing that I didn't like keep in mind was about Golden State because I thought the Kevin Durant mixture would probably fuck it up, mess that whole chemistry. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I thought I thought it would mess it up, but so far, you know, it's it's probably the, the it's probably the championship. Like like you like yeah, many said it, it's gonna be the highest rated fucking championship that we've seen, man. Right. So uh, it's a good look, man. Uh, and I'm happy for it. You, you know what's gonna happen? Well, if both teams sweep, we won't see a NBA championship first game until late May, early June. So we have probably like a week and a half before it happens. So they have two rested teams, but either way, it's gonna be a dog right, fight. Right. Right. It's gonna yeah. Now you have two rested teams, so yeah, it's gonna be a dog fight either way. about the one and done in basketball when it comes to uh, players who go into college and then do one year and they could go to the NBA? The one and done? Yeah. I think it all depends on the player. Some guys that do that one year and then go straight into the pros, they they lack that level of maturity a lot of time and it hurts them in the long run too. Mm-hmm. You know, guys get start getting these paychecks with all these zeros and they crash and burn, you know, with uh, cocaine, hookers, partying, hard lifestyle. And So you mean I, I was playing basketball, I could have done that? Oh, well, yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have did that, man. A lot of guys do that. It's And it, it's detrimental, of course, to, to to them physically and, you know, to their game. It really hurts them. A lot of times they get dismissed from t- I mean, look, case in point, um, you said one and done. He wasn't a one and done guy, but Johnny Manziel. I mean, right. completely pissed his career away for a dime bag of reefer. You know what I'm saying? Like... And then he just... Well, he was spoiled anyway because he came from money. He so was like, entitled, right? Yeah, spoiled yeah. and entitled. And I mean, but I mean, think about it. Your whole career, like, he was the starter for the Cleveland Browns, what, one week? Yeah. And then... And, then, and, then, and he did good. He, yeah, he, he didn't good. do bad that... Yeah. You know, and, and that could have been his team. And again, you know, he liked that fast life, you know? So I think one and done... It Once isn't you start hanging a, out with a future in them, you're fucked. Right, right. <laughs> right. It's yeah. not always good, one and yeah. done. Depending on the player. The other thing that I say is that on, on the opposite end for me is like... Uh, you wanted to do the cocaine and hookers and come out of college, right? That's, that's what you said you wanted? Yeah. <laughs> no, my, my other thing is that um, yeah. when you come from a deprived, like a deprived lifestyle mm-hmm. and you have this talent... From the hood, right? Yeah. And it's like, I want to get my mom's a house. It's on a table. But I got to wait four years to do it? I don't think... Yeah, again, I don't... And I'm talented right, to do it. right. I could be one. I got, yo, the check is signed. I'm good. You can move your whole family out the projects. Give your mom a life that she only dreamed about. Right. You live a life you only dreamed the fantasy right. about. You know. I think um, by all means, if if you have that that gift and you can market that gift, you could pay. You can get paid now instead of later. That's fine. But again, you have to have. And I've heard this in in um, from NFL teams that. They take a lot of these young guys under their wing, the veterans, right? You know, because you come from nothing, like you on a welfare check, and all right. of a sudden you get a paycheck with your name on it for two weeks. It says one hundred thirty-five thousand dollars, and that's for let's say two weeks or whatever have you, and you're gonna keep getting those checks for the next, you know, five years, right? You know, plus incentives and bonuses. I mean, it's easy to go off the deep end. Who was it? I mean, the the, the name escapes me. Who was it on? I think he played for Detroit. The dude signed a contract for like sixty million and filed bankruptcy. I think the following year. Oh, I forgot it. Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's not. A, um, oh, I 
it's not Ruffalo. I forgot his name. I know you talked about. Yeah, that. but you, you, it's like you need if you're gonna do that, you need somebody who knows about money, somebody who's not gonna rip you off because you don't know about money, and somebody's yeah, broke gonna, ESPN right. episode was like. The 30 for 30 broke shit. Yeah, man. Very telling, man. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, you got to check that out, man. That's just it, crazy. And it's sad, man. You go from nothing and you have like literally the world at your fingertips and you have nothing again. My thought, this is this is what I would solidify for. This is my, my look at it. It's um, if you get the rarity of which um, you get a player who is um, that fucking NBA ready, right. draft him. Sure. If you have a player that's Somewhat, you know, you know, then they can't be drafted. Mm-hmm. Go to college and give them all college players, all of them. Give them two year odds. Right. Give all athletic, uh, uh, the, the the student, the students, uh, the, the the student players. Give them two year odds. Mm-hmm. And then after the two years, then you make the decision. For you to just sit there and like just give them one and done, it's like you're shorting somebody else's scholarship. Mm-hmm. There's people who will be like, yo, I would die for just to play college ball for, two, for four years and get an education. And just get an education. Yeah. You can't cut it in the pros, right? Yeah, just give, just, yeah, give them the two-year run, and then it is what it is. And then you you really find out what it is, what was the mentality or the, the like a lot of people say the mentality or the, the, the physical play of that player. And you're like, yeah. like to me, which will, 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 um, I'm going to segue to <laughs> Lonzo Ball and Lavo. His father, like, what's your thoughts about Lonzo Ball? Do you think he's he's that good? Nah, listen, I, he, his father's making all these statements about you know better than Jordan and all that. I mean, just real outlandish stuff for somebody who hasn't really proven themselves yet. You know, um, I don't think he's that good to be in that conversation. I mean, honestly, we haven't seen what he's done yet. What we've seen is him being overly hyped by his father, his overly enthusiastic, delusional father, you know, and, and, and just the, the, the audacity. Let's just the, the, the gall for this guy to come off the way he does. Right. You would think like he's built like he already built the dy- like he's got a crystal ball. He's seen into the future. <laughs> and this like this is like a new dynasty that's being built. This is going to shatter all the records the NBA ever had. He's going to be the greatest player all time, forever, forever, and that ever played since the history of the league. I mean, give us a break. I mean, can we see what what, what the kid is going to do in the pros first before you start hyping him up? My whole point with him is that um, I've seen him play. I watched him play. He's good. He's good. Right. But it's not jump off the table good. And the reason why is because the draft uh, this year is thin. Mm-hmm. Very, very thin. Mm-hmm. Very thin. And... Once again, it goes into play with the one and dones and all this stuff. It's like you're gonna reach out and get it. You're gonna reach out and get who it is. Um, with him, it's one of those things that two years from now he's gonna be a backup. I mm-hmm. know it. I see. You it. think he'd be like a six man in two years? Maybe, maybe. The, if the Lakers, if the Lakers do take him, right? It's for pop. It's for uh, the, the fanfare. But other than that. It's he he's gonna be a bust, and I really think he will be a bust. I can't wait for Ben Simmons to be healthy for the 76ers because I want to see him show off. I could tell you right now he was injured for the whole year. I want to see him pop off. I could tell you right now that there's gonna be teams that won't go anywhere near this kid because of who his father is and how he conducts himself yeah. on social media. Absolutely. Well, the thing the thing about it is that the only team that probably would go near him is the Lakers because Magic is. He knows how to wrangle people. Right. But he's going to get to a point in time that's like, Magic's going to be like, yo, 
you got to get the fuck out. Like, I can't. Yeah, you it, know what it, I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's, it's how much your tolerance is going to be I, with him. Yes. Uh, me being Boston and knowing what I have now and what deck I could build, I wouldn't even, because the draft is shit. Mm-hmm. I, I really think the draft is not as big as everybody thinks it is. I right. think it's, the draft is shit. For me, I would draft Lonzo Ball just to be a dick. <laughs> For real, I would just want to be a dick and like, yeah, I took him to watch him crash and burn. And, and no, and use him as trade bait. Mm-hmm. I would use him as trade bait. I would, you know, like, who wants him? Because Boston doesn't need a uh, a rookie right now. That's a dice roll, though. You don't think? No, Boston doesn't need a rookie right now because Al Horford is going out, uh-huh. and I would think that they need a vet in there at this point. Like this this moment in time to uh-huh. make that team better. They need one or two vets to get it. They, they have a young team. Let, let me ask you a serious question, though. You say you, you would draft them just for trade bait. Trade bait. Now, what if nobody bites and you're stuck with this dude now? Okay, and then you put him on the bench. You good because you still got a good team. <laughs> still got a good team. Jeez, come off the bench. But then at the same time, let's say you put him on the bench. Now you got to deal with his fat mouth father getting on, on social media. Boston okay, don't play that shit, though, man. That's, but that's, that's what yeah, I'm saying. You're you know good. what I'm saying? You're, like, you're Somebody's going to want him. Indiana would want him. Portland would want him. Maybe New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans yeah. would want him. New Orleans yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? So they, because, you know, there's still, still contracts on the table. Right. They, they, you know, give me a vet and I'll give you him. Even if it takes, even if it takes maybe like uh, uh, 80 days, maybe it takes 60 days into the, into the season. I got, take 30. I got They'll you. I got you. But I would do it just to be a dick. Like, for real. Just to be an asshole. Yeah, I took a man. What? What you going to do? You don't want to. You know why? Because I think Magic's focus is really on getting on Paul George. Mm. I think he loves him, and he's going to want him. I, and, and Like you said, to deal with the headache with his father? Yeah, because that's, that's definitely a package deal, bro. They, they, by the way, I was going to segue to it. Three billion dollars for the big baller brand? He's, that's a joke. How many sneakers they sold again? He said he sold um, 500, 500. Which I, ca- which I calculated, which came out to about 100 and something thousand. 500 pairs. Yeah. Right. So, which is not bad. It's not bad. You're good. And it's all for fad. The one thing that bothered me about it was that he actually went on uh, the Colin Cowherd show and he disrespected the other co-hosts and he told her, I'm not even gearing to sell to the uh, to, 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 to females. That's just stupid. Isn't it? That's that's stupid. That, that's that's you know what and, and, and this In is your household, who buys most of most of the stuff? Me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you pay the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who yeah. picks it out? Oh, my wife. <laughs> Yeah, my wife will pick this that like, like if like if I want to redo my living room, my wife will like she'll go pick it out. We'll you know we'll go together, and but she gets she she has the taste as right, far as right, right. But for this dude to say something so stupid like that, right? It's 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 bad. Not only is it is it is it classless, but it's bad from a business perspective. Like think about it like this: if I have a business and I'm making whatever, let's say I'm making belts or socks, right? I can make tacky socks. I don't care if you buy them and burn them. So long as you buy them and get them. I got to move this product. Right. So for him saying that, right, he alienated already half of his would-be clientele. Women would want to wear these shoes, right? Women would, I mean, think about it. Some of these female rappers, they might want to wear, you know, uh, uh, wear some of their merchandise and put it in, you know, in, in one of their videos or something. The dude is stupid. Right, I mean, he thinks he's got it all figured out, but what he he comes off and he's being an arrogant jerk off, and there's no other nice way to say that. But you think about it like this: you had a kid, mm-hmm. and your child is going to go into the military like you did, right? 
do you want to outshine his military career than what you've done in your military career? That, and that's what it is. He He's falsifying what the fuck he's done mm-hmm. in his life because he wanted to shine on it, on mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And granted, you know what? Everybody was saying, like, you know, he's a black father and, you know, we rarely have a black father significant in our lives or whatever. Right. But no, fuck that. I'll take to it. There's a father who's looking out for his kids. Okay. I get it. Mm-hmm. But you already noticed something behind that shit. Mm-hmm. You see it. Mm-hmm. You're walking out in front of your child mm-hmm. in fucking interviews. This is this is what your this is what your your presumption is. You're your the name brand or whatever. He's the pro, he's basically the promoter to the boxer, so to speak. Right. And he's taking all he's taking he's, he's taking all he's, the attention. He's Don King. Right. Basically, that's basically who he is. Yeah, he's Don King. It's it's. It, as much as I would have given praise for supporting his child, right? But you're not supporting your child when you're taken away from what his talent is. Exactly, exactly. Oh. And, and and you know what? His his him being so outspoken could actually be detrimental to his son's career. Uh, I miss my father. Why didn't you do that for me? I didn't know I was gonna be that loud. Fuck. Man, ooh, blow my eardrum Shit. out. Um, the bat flip. What's your thoughts about the bat flip in baseball? The bat flip in baseball, honestly, it's a Latin thing, though, man. I, look, <laughs> it's a Latin thing, though. These Dominicans and Puerto Ricans, this is the motherfuckers that did it's this. What they, it's what they do, cause. But like, let me tell you something, man. It, it, either way, it, I, I don't. I, I honestly, I, I didn't give much thought to it. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'll be honest with you. To me, it, it makes no difference to me either way. The only problem that the only problem that I have is that outsiders have a problem with it mm-hmm. because. And the outside, as I say, um, others that are not of the minority. Right. It's because when you strike somebody out, you do the fist pump. Mm-hmm. You make the... Uh, I remember back in the days, in the nights, Eric Davis, when he fucking snagged the fucking pop of fuck five, he did the fucking glove tap. I remember that. It, it's just a show up. Right. So you're mad because now you got a guy who comes up to play and he knows it's a fucking... Uh, a soul gone home run. Yeah, he know he ta- he he knows he, know he tattooed he tank- you. He know he tank your shit. <laughs> yeah, but but the thing is, is that it is the Latin players that's doing it, and it's crazy because in my softball league, mm-hmm. I saw a lot. <laughs> I, saw it. I saw it a lot because it is the Latin because nobody else does it the way they do. The 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 argument for me, which I tell people, is that listen, it's cel- it's celebrity. Uh, Celebrity, celebrity, uh, celebratory. celebratory, celebratory, thank you, right? And celebratory, sorry, I had a couple of wines, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's celebratory, that's what it is, yeah. I mean, come on, you and I'm even upset that we don't have in the NFL where you can celebrate in the, in the end zone, Let's, you know, the, you the, marched a hundred yards, like I was saying before. The league is nothing compared to how it used to be in the 80s. It was, it was to me, it was a lot more fun back, back then, right? You know, and, and I think with. With all this stuff now, I mean, like, you can't... Excessive celebration. What? Like, you serious now? Like, excessive celebration? So you... Like, the dude just... He did an amazing play. He probably brought his team that much closer to winning, right? He scored with, let's say, 50 seconds left in the fourth quarter. And, of course, he's going to be celebrating like crazy. So you, you throw a flag... For that, that's part of the game. Yeah, it's part of the game. You, Listen, you're supposed to cheer when you're winning. You're damn right. I would. You look at I'm not pissing in the fucking end zone. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. I don't. I, you know. I, I, it's whatever. Yeah. Oh my god. Now there was a big thing that happened with uh, Tom Brady, right? With his wife, mm-hmm. making a mention on uh, CBS 
morning show that mm-hmm. uh, he had concussions during mm-hmm. the year. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, why would you take anything in acknowledgement of a model? Like, but the, <laughs> I was like, why? Remember I said earlier that this is the age of spin? Yeah. You know, like, again, I'm with you. Why would you, why would you, you should take what she said with a grain, a grain of salt, of salt because she's, first, she's not a player. She's not, a, she's married to one, right? Um, she, she really doesn't know much about the game as far as any of that stuff. She she takes headaches as concussion. Right. The guy can say, oh, man, I got a migraine. You know, I took a hit. And they, oh, that's a concussion. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, and and then, female are very, females are very emotional. But that's, very, yeah. Right. And, and, and the thing, too, is, of course, they, they, the media runs with it. And Tom Brady's already a lightning rod because of all the whole deflate gate and all the other stuff that, you know, that happened in his career. You know, so of course they're gonna make a big deal out of this too. And look, man, I, I look, I, I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but I just think that you know that the media should just report on more important things and actually like report stuff the right way. Like, I mean, come on, it's just spin. This, like, this is nothing. Spin. Like this is no, stop making the a story. The same thing I can say, I can ask you about the whole uh, uh, Mark Cuban thing where he says about the tanking mm-hmm. of uh, uh, the team. Once you know you're mathematically done with reaching the playoffs, about them tanking. Do you <laughs> think that it? I mean, like. Is this not universally known? Like, yeah, I mean, don't we see that all the time, though? His 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 um his rationale was that we will throw out the young the young players out there, mm-hmm. and not to take anything away from them because we know we're gonna play they're gonna play hard. Yeah, but we already know that you know that's what it is. It's like is there is there a different way to to break down or, or try to to assimilate how to fix the the, the the NBA draft? Same thing with the NFL draft. You got me there, man. I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean. Yo, it's good because everybody wants to have an answer. And you're the first one that says, fuck it. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, honestly, I, I would think that uh, this is something that we've already seen before. I mean, and, and Mark Cuban's always running his yap, too. So, I mean, uh, right away he says something. And again, the media runs with stuff. Is, is it a big story? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I, don't, I, really, I, don't don't. Think, I really don't think it's nothing really big what he said. Hello, hello. And finally, Antonio Cromarty is working on his 14th kid. Wow. His 14th. That man must have the stalk on speed dial. <laughs> because think of this 2017, and unless you're living in an aboriginal tribe, and let's say New Zealand, or you live in like Africa or something like that, or you live in, you know, one of these, like, let's say even in Europe, you know, these less populated places and stuff, you really don't see that too much. You got 14 kids, my man. And, and mind you, he had... A vasectomy. Right. I, he needs to see his doctor and punch him and, in the eye. Yeah, and this was two kids ago because he had a kid prior. Yeah. After the vasectomy. And this is his, his second one after. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I have one. And I'm good. Right, right. I don't want any more. <laughs> really, this guy's on his 14th. I can't, you know what, I... It, the only thing I, I mean sounds I, like a Santiago. <laughs> you, you know, and I was gonna say that too. But again, it was it was the time period. Yeah. You know, I was like, well, they didn't it? have TVs back they then. They didn't have TVs back then. Because grandma had what? She had thirteen. Wow, thirteen kids. Yeah, and they're all with the same baby daddy. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the good thing. Back in the days, it was all with. It was with the same person. The same she person. was. They were married. I think she said she got married when she was seventeen. Yeah, and they stayed together up until he passed away. I think he died in his sixties or yeah, something like that. Yeah. You know, so and yeah, they had thirteen kids together, but you really don't see that now. And I, and I'm and like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the look of your face is perplexing. You know it's what? Like, it, it, and, and and you know, you got the PC crowd, right? 
that people listen to they get offended. Oh, so what if he has 14 kids? You know, who are you to this, that, and the third, or whatever have you, blah, 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 blah. Granted, the man can have as many kids as he wants to, but... And he takes care of them. Or right. But the thing is, like, damn. <laughs> and you would hope that he's, you know, being a good father to all his kids, you know? Like, right. he's actually in their lives. Involved, yeah. Right. But 14. And, and I think at, at some point, I mean, people who are well off... That have big families, you know, a lot of times they're kind of hands off. You know, the nanny raises the kid. Right. You know, so, um, like I said, he should go see his doctor because <laughs> something something went wrong. I'm, I'm suing that motherfucker. Yeah, hell yeah. Some, something, something ain't right with I that. got a vasectomy for a fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Cut that shit out, man. And I got two more after that? Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Obama! All right, guys. That, we're going to close it out. Listen, I... Um, Man, yo, this is probably one of my fun episodes, man. I got you for a full run too. Man. Yeah, right. Yeah, I got you for a full run. I gonna have to do like something monthly with you, man. I, 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 yeah, I don't mind, man. I'll make the trip down. Yeah, yo, you, you, you actually are um, family because we we think with the same fucking the, the same mindset, right? But not only that, it's like I I I, I feel that your 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 love for sports actually carries over, and especially when uh, in social media you really want to like. Bash the shit out of people who don't. Yeah, like you just the roasting is relentless, bro. Like you just roasting, you know. Like come on. It's funny. Somebody on my on my social media, we were talking about um, non-alcoholic beers, and I'm sitting there going, like, "Why would anybody drink that? Like a non-alcoholic, who would drink like old duels or something like that? Like why would you do it just to look like you're cool? I don't. I, I, I don't know. Then again, I don't know who anybody who drinks that. I mean, I, I, I'm with you. Maybe maybe the person likes. The social. T- who likes the taste of beer? Well, but they like social drinking, maybe, and maybe they they can't have actual beer for medical reasons. T- I don't my, know. Yeah, my boy tells me he said the same thing. He goes, uh, my, my, he says, my dad. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Louis Coyote. I'll, I'll shout you out. Uh, he goes, um, yeah, you know, my dad does that. He was an alcoholic for so many years, and you know, he does it for casual purposes. And you know, I give much respect to him. And one of my bo- Boys, I'm up. He's like, yeah, much shout out to him. And I roll back. Yeah, your father's a weirdo. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, <laughs> wow. You just no sa- response after that. <laughs> hash, hashtag savage. But listen, man. You know, hats hats off to a recovering alcoholic, man. That's a, that's a yeah, big, yeah. Yeah, respect. De- definitely, re- definitely respect. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not earning my badges yet. Yeah, yeah. But you, you, you hit the savage button on that one. Though, bro. <laughs> but Julian, thank you for coming through, man. Mad, thanks, mad love for you. Listen, bro. thanks for having me. Mad love, you know, for you. you you got a long drive. I don't want to keep you out. Yeah, about a good ninety miles to get back home. <laughs> so yeah, I love you, boy. I love you too, cousin. All right, baby. Listen, make sure you check us out on social media outlets. Make sure you check us on Facebook, like and group page at Regular Season Sportscast, as well as on social media on the Instagram Regular Season Sports at Regular Season Sports. Check us out on the Twitter at All WJ Santi, as well as on YouTube. Really? <laughs> I don't even do much on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on no, YouTube, uh, regular season sports. Yo, I got a, I got a Tumblr too. I even forgot I had that shit. Oh gosh, it, I forgot what it is though. Yeah, I don't even know how to use Tumblr. I got one. I don't <laughs> it's even a know. A lot of porn. Is it? Yeah. It's a lot. Gosh, like 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 the internet needed another it's, venue to share porn. Yeah, a lot of porn. Oh my god. I don't know how to talk to you about this stuff because you have a different way about yourself. <laughs> With this lot of porn. Gosh. All right, guys. Yo, listen. I'm not. Uh, I'm not best for business. I'm best for everybody. I'm the king of talk style. And uh, catch you guys on the rebound. Skull wash.